Just bring a big pile of Warhammer minis, unpainted, set it down in front of him. No. Then you got to play the game. Of, then put down a bunch of paints and a brush. <laughs> oh, geez. His heart. <laughs> yeah. You have 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> ten minutes and a brush that's like 10 minutes as per. big as his hand. <laughs> and then pull out pots of paint from 1988. <laughs> <laughs> just pepper Paulette with. And just like a thimble full of the paint thinner to restore it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, and have oh, Mrs. No. Maple Leaf right there going, yeah. hurry, yeah. hurry, yeah. hurry. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. No, and no brushes, finger paint. Oh. Yeah. Paint the, and be sure and get the eyes. If we wait till they get the new dining room table, then he can do it right there on that table. There it is. Oh, boy. With Paulette that, just staring at him. That would be a Paulette stress test. <laughs> no paint. <laughs> down. Well, two for one. It's a twofer. <laughs> no glue for the figures, just tape. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Double-sided tape. can't even imagine what that would look like. <laughs> like fucking garbage. All of your figures look like Nurgle, no matter what <laughs> army. And then we're just going to take one piece out. Just one of the little arms, and you, and you can't find it. It's like, Where is that piece? Did I drop it? And then he's going to have to And then he it. sees Mag. <laughs> <laughs> I see you haven't put any uh, of your figs together because oh, they don't no. come oh. with all the loadouts. Oh. You have to buy like a like an enhancement pack or some other bullshit from Games Workshop. <laughs> I love I love the fact that Matt actually thinks he's got the cred to call anyone out for <laughs> not prepping their figs. Listen, how long have you had your figs? Listen, how long have you had your figs? I it's just like found. Russia walking up to somebody going, oh, I see you winning a war over there, <laughs> tough guy. Actually, sounds like just Badass. going to Games Workshop alone is a stress test. Like, as soon as you open that door, you're like, uh, No, it's when you look at the price tag. That yeah. is a stress test. That, that is, is a, a stress bad test. company. I hate that company. I, I think the ultimate Games Workshop stress test would be to get a full-on battle box, like a full army in a box, clip all the sprues for all the pieces, put them all in a pile, and then oh, try to put your army together. Oh, no. That's the stress test. <laughs> no. <laughs> Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 636. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Maple Leaf Matt. They call me Vlarg. And Deb. We're here to what are talk you, Greek and geek. What? <laughs> Just mixing it up. Oh, okay. Connie over symbol. here. They call it's... me Mr. Pig. Usually when he changes something up, it's because somebody on like Kofi or Discord dared him. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's my, my first go-to. His name is Vlarg. And he smells funky. That's true. His name is Vlarg. In the future, it'll just be re. Huh? Yeah, I'm re. What? I don't get it. Barry. It's a, it's a Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Get Jesus, with the on. modern times, you fucking gray-bearded... Then again. 45-year-old. <laughs> Barry is pretty re. Let's figure it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what any of you kids are saying. Re. It's all pops and buzzes from over here. <laughs> Thank you, Shock Monkeys, Kofi members, all listeners for joining us this week. Uh, we do have some things to give away. To start the show. It is that time again. And we're going to give away two things. We're going to give away the mini 
which is the Necron. It is finished, so we're going to draw out a name for that. And then we have another mystery prize to give out to one of our Kofi members. Mystery prize! So we are going to get that out of the way. So what should we do first, the mini or the mystery prize? What do you think? Well, well we, should, we should spin this. That's what we should well, do first. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Towards you. Wrong God way. <laughs> and I think we should give away the mini first. Okay. All right. Derp, derp, spin it. Derp. I need the music, please. Oh, yeah. I like the music stays the same. It, like, it is the music. <laughs> oh, we got one. The one and only Jeff Harris won this month's Aww. mini. Jeff Harris! Nice. Something for the kid the to play mini. with. Yes, absolutely. Little Metal Terminator. Yeah, she can put it in her mouth and... <laughs> Crunch on it. Yeah. Congratulations, Jeff. Uh, Also, uh, I have started putting together the Whiskey Golem. Uh, So, again, it's something that's going to take a while for me to get done. So, it will probably be given away a few months from now. So, I'll choose another mini in between. Uh, But that is already the start. The work on that has begun. So, thank you again, Addison Gow, for sending that to us to be given away. Uh, Speaking of to be given away, uh, I will turn it over to the uh, idiot to my right. Uh, that would be Bear, uh, Barry Larg, dumbass. What would you like to give away? Oh, you're not going to tell you. Right. No, we're not going to tell you. And by the way, did we, did we ever actually say what we gave away last time? I don't think we did. Should we? Yeah, we should. I think we should say that. Go, Go ahead. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we, we gave away a book, man. We did. We gave, what, And why did we give away a book? We gave away a book because we're awesome. Because we are studied. We are astute. We, we encourage reading. Learned. Reading is yep. good. Especially when Barry has cheese, then there's plenty of ass toot. <laughs> <laughs> we gave away Anabasis, the Persian expedition. Ah. And why did we do that? Because we're awesome. <laughs> because that is what the movie The Warriors was based yes. on. We had that big Warriors discussion. And so that uh, that went out. So now we're giving away another mystery prize. Yes, they went out to John B. The actual John B, not the... The incorrect John B. You yes. Know, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> your, your life is just incorrect. Sorry, buddy. Uh, we're giving away a super special, amazing mystery prize. I'm looking right at it, and uh, it looks amazing, and I kind of wish I had four of them. And get, it will get, be related to something we talk about one. in this episode. Get the what? In the 9-inch epi- one. I don't, I don't know if we talk about no, no, this no, episode. This is a 16-inch one. I don't Ooh. know if it's something we talk about in this particular episode. It's something we bring up in a lot of episodes. All right. It's 16 inches and looks amazing. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a little blue. <laughs> Even grosser. It's slightly blue. And, and, oh, and ominous. It's, it's got good girth on it, too. It, so. does have, it does have some girth. It's got some girth on it. Fine. Too. It's an Avatar dildo. <laughs> Wow! Gave that one away. And if you get two, they can link. (laughs) Oh yeah! (laughs) Wow! It's a communal link. When you get one, you should probably buy your own again for symmetry. There you go. I like it. Such a mystery. Ah, music, please. All right. So this is going out to one of our Kofi members, level two and above, right? Yes, level two and above. You didn't even let it like mix. 
David Hyde. Oh, Hyde. Hyde. Oh, my goodness. You're a big winner. Of a something. An of a extra something. special, special prize. Yep. It is. And actually, this one I'm. It makes me smile a lot. Right. This is a beautiful, we expect beautiful pictures place. when it arrives and uh, you have opened it. Yeah, that would be nice. I'd like to see the your reaction to that. And of course, if you want to be a part of this whole drawing thing, join our Kofi, K-O-F-I slash Geek Shock, and it's tier two and above, and that's where we do our giveaways. Mm-hmm. So if you're tier one, let me tell you, there's not a lot of people tier two and above. You could very easily win this, so get on it. But all tier members, thank you yes, so much for you. supporting the show. Yes. Yes. Uh, before we get into what we did this week... Absolutely nothing. Pixie, my wife, uh, wanted to contribute this week and got us something for what's going in my mouth. Oh, Here boy. we fucking go. Oh, and uh, so so she took a uh, a hint from the last thing that we did. What was that? It was a pickled cotton candy, right? Oh, wow, she took Gross. a hint. Gross. Oh, God, what? Sour pickle balls, huh? From awesome. The, I like this. From the yeah. Alamo Candy Company, the great taste of Texas. Mm. Looks awful. Mm. Yeah, it does. Sour pickle balls. And they they look awful. They do. They're they, humongous. They're... they're, they're <laughs> <laughs> uh, just let that she just said. Let it go out there. Yeah. Make sure uh, you fit them all in your mouth, Dad. Made in San Antonio. <laughs> fit all the balls in your mouth, Dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh... <laughs> You gonna open that they're, or what? They're, they're um, dark. They look like uh, burnt truffles. They I really do look I terrible. I can't try these. Why? Like the it. very first ingredient is chili powder. Oh, oh. fair enough. Oh. Well, yeah, right. Okay. You can too. smell them. I can you, smell them. You can smell them for the package. You can't have chili, powder. which I'm having a lot of problems with. Do you right want to get? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I want you to do my yes. work for me. No, I just want you to open them. Why are you getting a tool? What are you? You fucking fuck. Stop acting like you're evolved. Jeez. Yeah, I, I was expecting him to just rip the freaking package open and everything goes flying. Yeah, really. He actually went and got scissors. Cause right? Because yeah. he's not Andy. That's why. That's what he's it comes lazy. Down to. Ooh. Oh. Despite Barry. the beard, I am Barry. not Andy. D- d- right. Despite we his normal brute force There's only approach, four. he's not oh. Andy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Uh, so I will just. It looks like a piece of coal, but it it's, looks it's like, squeezable. No, it's squeezable. It looks like my shit after I've had a box Thank of you. oops, nothing Thank but you. berries, <laughs> Captain Crunch. Oh, I can smell it from here. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, it, it, it is a true. It's pickle the chili flavor. powder you can smell. No, no, no. no. With pickle. The, the pickle, take a whiff, with take a whiff. Chili powder with pickle. Oh, so, all right, let's do this. I'm uh, looking forward to this. Uh, you know what? I, I am, am too. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, what, what, what you got? I'm smelling. Uh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. Kirsten, I don't have any water. Kirsten, I think, is going to the bathroom to show us what it looks like in comparison. <laughs> is that... I'm going to make my own from the great state of Nevada. Oh, he's getting paper towels so he can spit it out promptly. <laughs> oh, that's a smart, oh, smart, yeah, that's smart that, idea. That's bullshit. There's, well, you know we, what? We need to. That's a wise idea. We need to put rules on what's going in the mouth. Bring the whole roll. You have to eat the whole. God, it's already staining my fingers. <laughs> there's there's literally green dye in this that's it's already staining my fingers. So what green. you're saying is it's gonna be like Romulan ale. Probably. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like the effect. Well, I'm not gonna of that eat stuff. enough that I'm shitting green the next day. Or do or are you? We don't know what the ratio is. Uh, oh my god. It is totally it is totally stained his I, finger. I told you. Why would I lie yeah. about something like that? No, but sometimes it rubs off. That's not rubbing off. No. That's... It's <laughs> Wow. Ingredients. Wow. Pixie, good Chili choice. Powder, salt, citric acid, corn syrup, 
Natural cucumber powder. And I say, let's stick them in your mouth and suck them. I forget. I can't ah, bite because uh, I have my Invisalign. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, that is not. Oh. Be careful. It goes right through the. It is not pleasant. Scott towel. Oh. That is not pleasant. Your mouths are all green. <laughs> oh, my God. That's I, awful. I oh, my God. I to bite it and I don't you have front it? teeth because of my Invisalign. I tried, it, 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 I tried to bite it. Oh, my God. Can't... Your teeth are green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Sorry, can't... I Todd's whole mouth is green. <laughs> oh my god! I only took a nibble, so mine's oh, probably not green. It looks like I stabbed a, a Vulcan. Yeah, it looks like you blew a Vulcan. <laughs> and bit- Am I the one that finished it? You pants. You did no. I, I bit it, your and, mouth. and it was disgusting, yeah. and I, I spit it right out into the paper towel. Good choice, Pixie. It, you know what? Uh, it it was like. Pure pickle juice with an extra dollop of salt added. <laughs> uh, sure, there was a hint of sour oh, to it. Jesus Christ. Dude, I, I know. Dude, the the teeth are the only oh thing you God. can see in your mouth. Everything else is just this dark, dark. void. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm going to go home and kiss my wife with this mouth. <laughs> Come here, honey. You did this to us. I just want oh, no, the no, listeners no, no, out there. No, no, I finished it. Todd, I finished it. You have to take one of the extra ones home. Eat it right before you go kiss her. Yeah, there's that. three in here. There's yeah, there's there's some left. <laughs> Maybe that's the mystery gift. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I even tried washing it off. It's not. I you wow. know what? When I when I I bit right into it. I just yeah. That's what I, I actually finished it. I finished yeah, it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Don't don't think that your tongue's got in out of it. It's, know, it's absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah, look at show me the tongue. Oh, oh, <laughs> you're George the Animal Steel. <laughs> it's George the Animal Steel. Stick the tongue out. Look at that. Yes. Wow. Oh, disgusting. Uh, oh, that was so, pretty bad. Wow. What's going to my mouth rarely disappoints, and this one did not. Oh my goodness. I really thought I was going to enjoy that. God, what I was nowhere near enjoyed that. What was the one we had that was the uh, that tasted like? Uh, smoke flavored plastic. Or was uh, that I bacon something? That candy? was the bacon jelly beans. Yeah, oh, God, those were horrible. That's it. that's the only thing I can think of right now that was way worse than this. Yeah, because it literally did taste like burnt. Yeah, plastic. We, we've we've and this we've, this just ugh. we've had horrendous things. The, the thousand year old eggs. Yep. Oh yeah, brother. Ranch flavored <laughs> soda. Ugh. I'll probably go that to work like gross. this tomorrow. It's gonna be great. <laughs> They're going to be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> if they want to send my ass home, I will not say no. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That reminds me, like many, many years ago, uh, Burger King had a, a black slushy for Halloween mm-hmm. and did the exact same thing to your mouth because there is really no black dye. They just right. usually put as dark green as possible. And I remember drinking that and going into the the bathroom and I was looking at my teeth I'm like oh my god my entire mouth is dark green well what about the they did that uh, bun yeah that was the, the yeah. black burger bun that yeah. one didn't really stain your mouth as bad I mean that you stained can't, the it, toilet bowl. yeah the, the next day <laughs> it, it stained the toilet bowl yes but oh man oh not and people uh, called doctors and said oh my god it's black <laughs> yeah, yeah well that's black and tarry stools yeah that's right you gotta love those <laughs> Gross. I like I like Matt shaking his head. 
And you're the one who works in the medical you field. Yeah. the shit. I know. The, the, you, oh, what? Deliciously you, you seasoned with a little kick. It's, it's Commander Scat this week. It's uh, <laughs> 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 Not that I could before, but I really can't take you seriously with those with your green Yeah, mouth. really. Listen. <laughs> it's really hard. Uh, you know what, Barry? You're not far off. That's <laughs> yeah. all right. <laughs> if that's not the pot calling the kettle green. <laughs> <laughs> So well, that was fun. <laughs> so, what geeky things you do this week? We'll start as always with Deb. So, I kind of for I'm going to start off with the thing that I said I wasn't going to do anytime soon. And oh then, yeah, yeah, last week and it ended up happening this weekend. You were nice to Barry. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. No. I can't remember. No, um, hey. no, it's not what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Or the week before. Uh huh. Oh, poor Barry. Oh. I ended up getting some Warhammer figures. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 what? You, you have officially joined the Club of Horror? Now tell them why you got the figures. There was a coupon. <laughs> right. There was a coupon. <laughs> a coupon. A coupon. That, coupon? Made, that made me laugh the most when that <laughs> came up and said there was the coupon. Well, I had to. There was a coupon. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, first of all, Coupons and discounts on things like this are very rare. Quite Unless true. they're damaged or very old. So you can't pass that up. And 15% off of what the price that you're talking for these things. Oh, my word. Is... So tell us about what uh, we're seeing here. All right. So I was going to bring it up. I didn't say whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I don't, I'm not doing an Andy, okay? No wonder she's not nice to It you. is an audio <laughs> show. <laughs> Andy, like, here, everybody so, take a look at the artwork I just did. Nobody can see it, Andy. I've decided to play the Zinch. Ah, I'm frightened. I love this figure. This figure is amazing. So Malacor. I ended up, okay, so when we went to the auction a few yes. weeks ago, Paulette and I, Mrs. Maple Leaf, were walking around while, you know, they were going through some of the stuff that we didn't really care so much about. It was that one guy who was trying to get rid of, get rid yeah, of his Yeah, sell his uh, life's, Arkham, life's <laughs> stuff. And anyway... I saw this figure, and it is the Bellicor, the Dark Master figure. I'll it, post a picture on the... You can lead your army. Oh, up. my God. This figure is amazing. When it, you see it's this a cool. demon with gigantic wings, a massive yep. sword. So he essentially can lead any army as long as um, they're demon armies. Yes. So he is going to be my my big bad. Wow. And but in yeah. fact, you can use that in either 40K or Age of Sigmar, you, whatever yep. you like. Exactly. Well, my whole army, you can. So and then I got the blue horrors, which and are adorable, and their little um, oh horrors, yes horrors, <laughs> their the, little the blue like, horrors. Jeff, she got the blue horrors. <laughs> I wasn't sure <laughs> for a Horror, minute there. Horrors. He's back with the avatar dildo again. She <laughs> got the little but, Smurfs of ill repute. Apparently, this is one of those sets that you can build either or. So you can either build uh, the. The flame guys. The, the flame, little flame brimstone horrors or the blue horrors. And I'm going to build the flame, the the brimstone because I like the fire guys. Rock and roll. I like fire. fire. And then I also got the Zench fire. starter pack, which they release at Christmas. Yeah. So 15% off. I mean, that's a good deal when you're That's a big deal. You're looking at like a thousand points of army right there. Yeah. That is, that is a solid start to any Warhammer piece. There you go. Uh, that, Deb, hats off. Damn. Thank you. And uh, I'm excited. And a good choice too. Thank you. We just we haven't picked anything else up yet, so we've got to get you know glue and like all of the paint brushes, the, the, the magnifying glass because we're old and our eyesight's going. Helps you do detail. Yeah, you know all of those things. So starting. That's amazing. Yeah. Anything else you do? 
Um, well, we did Board Game Arena last weekend. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Barry and I got to lead it since uh, Torgo had to work. And um, we had a really good time. We actually played for quite a while. Yeah. Um, not as many people got to jump on this time because um, some of our Australian friends were out and about doing things and um, a couple other people. People were out on the weekend. Who does I know, that? I really, know. right? Crazy um, talk. But we had a good time. We played for like three hours. It was nice. Yeah. So, what, what did we play? We played some Dice Hospital. We played uh, Seven Wonders Architect. We played uh, King of Tokyo. Yes. Great tri- triad right there. Yeah. And I love how when we play, I get emails afterward with the scores. <laughs> yeah, Board Game Arena does that. They it'll do? Send, yeah, after yeah. every game. I, unless you probably turn that feature off, but after every game you play, it'll send who won and everybody scores. Oh, that's wow. I'm never turning that off just in case there's a question about it. You mean you winning or losing? Yeah. He just wants to print it out and post it on yeah, the wall. Yeah, I know, because he never wins, right? Oh, never, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Board Game Arena is open to everyone level four, right? Uh, yes. That's on yes. our Kofi. So if you're on our Kofi and you are level four or higher, you are able to join us for Board Game Arena. And we try to do that once a month. Yes. It's a good time. Rock and roll. I think we should try and do it more often. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Well, we also have D&D, so we've got to find time for all of those things. Yes. So... But yeah, absolutely. Board Game Arena was super fun. And we play, we talk over Discord and while we play, and it's a good time. It's a good hangout time. So. And apparently, I guess, me not liking you is a badge of honor now, according to uh, Glumly. What? Explain yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's it, <laughs> it upon that a little bit. <laughs> just, now, when you say you, uh, do you mean Matt? No, I mean me. Like, if I say I dislike you, that's that's... That oh, no I badge see. of honor for well, some reason. I oh, see what a general saying. statement, not it, anybody yes. specifically. If badges maybe that, maybe of honor so are ubiquitous things, <laughs> a participation trophy of no, life. You're, you're not getting a trophy or anything, but, but I guess it's so that people could be more like Torgo. Because <laughs> I don't do that. truly do dislike that. you. Yeah. <laughs> and don't, don't ever. I am not a role model. Oh, Just no. look at my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to, but I can't help it now. It's like a train wreck. It just draws the eye. I'm going to eat one of those before work tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm going to eat it during work, and I'm just going to start spitting and letting no drool out go. of my mouth. They'll send me the fuck home. <laughs> it'll, it'll be right out of the end of Batman Returns. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, absolutely. The penguin. Dude, the, the, wear your mask. It'll stain the mask. Just oh, geez, little yeah, prick, just... You know, slowly growing. And I'll start do, giving those zombie eyes. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> Barry, what'd you do this week? Uh, well, I was also there, and I decided to pull the trigger on the Adeptus Sororitas uh, Purgatos mission. That's a big box. That's yes, a big, expensive box. Oh, my God. That's that's a whole army. That's, yeah. That's 2,000 points, right? No, 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 no. It's, no. I think we can't, we did it today. 555. It's like 555. So Dad has more box. points than you do. Yes, yes. She does. Mostly because of the big demon. Well, yes. I also, I at the... At the auction, I bought just a Celestine, the Living ah, Saint, yes, but right. just the Saint. It didn't come with the two others, which sucks, but that's fine because I just got from my friend got me a Adeptus Sororitas Dialogus. I thought, just, I thought you just like him. Well, I I like him better now because <laughs> because he was free, and he looks awesome. She 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 <laughs> it. I didn't know. I didn't ask her. Most of your army's nuns. I know. They're all nuns. Um, looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Looks like it's going to crush Matt's army. I'm pretty happy about that. I still think you should get the funeral procession. 
What? We're trying to save money. You're killing me here. <laughs> Whoa, the Triumph of St. Catherine. I desperately want that because that looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, that's really all I did because I got to spend my birthday on a work trip. Boo. Oh, I oh, you felt so bad for you. Yeah. So that's about all I did. Did you open that box? Oh, oh yes, I did. It's and I, pretty intimidating when you do, isn't it? I marveled at how intimidating it was. <laughs> and then oh, I see the, the instructions. The, oh, the stickers. The, the tiny stickers. little stickers. Yeah. Oh, my God. How do you stickers. put those on? Don't bother. Carefully. Just, <laughs> don't bother. No, what? How do you put those little stickers Just on? Are they actual bother. stickers or are they uh, decals? I think they're decals. Oh, they're they're decals. They're, they're decals. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yes, they're decals. You... Shut wow. up. Hey. The company is from Game... Goddamn Europeans. Go, <laughs> okay, deckles. Deckles. Uh, with water. You use water. Yeah, you just transfer all. But they... Just do it freehand. Yeah, yeah, freehand. No, just paint free 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 it on. You, you do realize on. who you're talking to over there, right? Definitely freehand. He doesn't free have hand. the patience to do that. It'll be a little dot of red. Here you go. <laughs> there you go. Done. <laughs> I'm even going to make that sound when I do it. Well, so the two of you... Now you have your armies. Well, the start of your army. You're, you're in mat position now where you still have to paint and so on. And do things but and put first, them together. we've got to put them together, and that's going to be a nightmare. So do you, you put them together before you paint them, right? Yes. Completely. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. There, there is a, a certain uh, uh, philosophical edge where it's like, no, you do subsets. You paint. That way you can get things that are behind and so on. I would say 90% of when I do these... I put it all together and then I paint. That's what I think we should do first. Yeah. And we got to stay ahead of Matt so we can rub it in his face that we have oh armies boy. that we can technically play hey, with wow. so just not painted. I can play with an army right now. I know, you're Tau Yes, army. but it's yes. not the army you want to play with now. But I have it. I, so so what geeky thing, the only geeky thing I did okay. Okay, Go ahead. I got is I was cleaning out the office, not uh-huh. really geeky, setting up my uh, my little collection. That's yeah. geeky. Yeah. Yeah. Sports memorabilia, my, my okay. nerd, uh, yeah, yeah. Tower nerd and it looks yes. pretty good. He's got a good collection, of, like a good nerd wall. Yes, and uh, well, not like your nerd selection because you're just walking to, to Todd's place. That's oh, like, all gone. Shit, I know. But I mean, at one point, yes, it was on well, display. When our house is done, our whole house is like that. So. Now, some yeah. people have nerd walls. We're gonna have a nerd house. Yeah, and every room's gonna be themed. We've already decided the themes. Mm-hmm. So, what are the themes? So the main walk-in area is Star Wars. Okay. And then um, it'll end with the video game right as you walk through the hallway because that's like the best spot for it in the living room. 1983 coin-op Star Wars in cherry condition. Never been in an arcade. Still works. Original pieces. It's awesome. How did it never get into an arcade? Because it was privately owned. By the uh, drummer of System of a Down before he defaulted on a loan. But like he bought it and it never went to an arcade. Yeah. Never went to an arcade. Okay. Which means it was privately owned at some for the defaulted whole on a loan to Barry, so Barry collected. <laughs> this is this is what it is. That's, some guys that's why I paid they... Barry back immediately. Right. the money he loaned me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Star Wars when you walk in, and then our living room is going to be um, kind of we're kind of going like tiki with the whole thing. So okay, our couch we got a new sofa which is in storage right now, and it's peacock blue. A Chesterfield. Ooh. Yes, it's very blue. And it's like that velvet like material, oh, yeah. And then we got gonna love that. we got a chair, one of those big like two seater uh, round chairs that swirls. It's called a it cuddler. Turns, it turns all the way around, and it's seriously cuddler. And it's like uh, gunmetal gray, and so its pillow is peacock, and the peacock's couch's pillows are gunmetal gray. So, so tiki, yes, big tiki. And then we got these pictures that are done by this artist called Jeff. <sighs> 
Granito, I believe his name is. And they're his interpretation of the Haunted Mansion Ooh. elevator um, portraits, but they're tiki style. I they love it. They look so cool. Very bright, vibrant colors. So it'll match like really well with furniture. And then the backsplash in our kitchen is going to be like this dark, like blue. deep blue. So it'll like, yeah, I'm really excited. And then um, our guest room slash library. So we always have a library. And it always makes shifts as our guest room, but it's set up first as a library. So it'll be a sofa that converts to a bed. That's going to be Harry Potter. And then my workout room is going to be all of my Disney stuff that Barry can't stand. <laughs> Mostly like my Darkwing Duck stuff, yeah. which I love Darkwing Duck. He's my favorite. I don't understand Darkwing Duck. I love him. Let's get dangerous. Lame. Oh, see? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Lame. Mm-hmm. so anyway so so my workout room is going to be my other disney collection and like my disney running stuff because the only real medals i care about are my run disney medals and i'm going to hang those on the wall and stuff and then um the office we haven't quite decided yet i'm thinking D. &D. yeah i'm thinking big D. &D. i have a map of water deep from second edition that is as long as the wall is wide that's true i'm thinking about that getting it framed yeah That'll be they, cool. they don't make a map like that anymore they mm -mm. do make some fold-out maps and stuff but they're not that big no uh, the giant crazy map i'm thinking about that i like it that or lord of the rings i don't know because um, we also have some maps of uh like middle earth D, D, lord of the rings same thing <laughs> oh <laughs> you're gonna lose his listeners <laughs> And then we always have a pirate bathroom. Pirate bathroom. Ah, yes. Um, but because we're designing this house. Haunted pirate bathroom. <laughs> it will be when you go. Uh -huh. But because we're actually like building this house, we've it's going to look more piratey than our pirate bathroom usually does because usually it's just decoration that makes it look piratey. But we've picked tile and made some design choices that'll make it look more like a ship, like the inside of a ship. It'll nice. be really cool. Except for, you know, running water in a toilet. Yes, that, you know, because you're not going off the bow or the... Doesn't I looked it up. Doesn't just slide out of a hole and just down the side of your wall. That would, you know, we could have saved some money by just putting a hole in the ground. In the floor. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Squat. We keep that in mind for my next. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we we always like theming, and one of the things we're gonna do uh, is we're gonna sell uh, plaques, uh, and uh, you'd be able to dedicate spaces in the house. So it could be the Master Torgo commemorative toilet. The uh, maple leaf mat commemorative uh, the pantry. I can't wait to not do that. <laughs> well, I'm already, I already have sponsor one. Your and house. you can sponsor it on other people's names. So you could say the 80s Jeff commemorative garbage disposal. <laughs> okay. I haven't set a price on these things yet. Okay, that was my next question. No, no price is not set. Prices are not set. Uh, once you have named it, is it permanent? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. And I'm going to get little... Little metal things. Yeah, Matt's already picked one. Yes. Meg has pooped right at where you first turn right in your house, underneath it's the foundation. I didn't pick it up. I buried it there. <laughs> <laughs> I took her over there. We were checking out your whole lot. And I was you know, like, this oh, is, is cool. This is how Poltergeist started. <laughs> <laughs> and she took a you huge moved the headstones. You didn't move, move the, the headstone. <laughs> she took a huge shit, and I was like, Perfect. <laughs> and I'm gonna have I'm gonna have foundation problems because of that. <laughs> In a strangely fertile area. Yeah. <laughs> so but I did find a thousand point 
a thousand point army already put together and half painted in that box. Oh, while, while you were so it's half like half the army's painted or they're yes, half, half the army. Matt, is what does this have to do with Deb and Barry's house? Because <laughs> he's gonna come over and get his ass whooped. Because we interrupted be his story to talk about our house. Yes. So that's what that's what I did. But anyways, go on. Hence the what else we foundation. <laughs> so and. and Another incomplete army. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> so who's the Tau? The Tau are a new upstart race in the Warhammer 40k lore. Uh, it's an alien race in so the eastern human. fringes. Yeah, okay. that's correct. Not human. It's so uh, Games Workshop takes <laughs> Games Workshop. God, my my mouth. It, it, green green apparently affects how my mouth works. They're they're like the good guys, but they're not really good. And based. B- Kind of on the Japanese giant robot style. Yeah, Gundam. Oh, like Gung- okay. Gundam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they're Warhammer Gundam. You almost said. So Gungans. why'd you switch armies? <laughs> I didn't switch armies. I I bought this army 22 years ago. Well, but you, this you want a different army now. Yeah, because I forgot I had this army. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It wasn't because you decided to try something new. It's because you forgot. How do you forget you have an entire tower? It sits in a box for 20 well, years. Dude, if you don't paint it. It sits think, in a box for 20 years. Yeah. I think now is a good time for Torgo story time. Uh, right when Matt joined the show, and we were both excited because we were both into Warhammer. We don't know many people who are until now. Um, Didn't I bring he, a... He brought the Tau army to yes, my I house, oh, so he rediscovered that. it rediscovered, from a couple years yeah. ago. Your memory, Miss Price. <laughs> yes. Yay, Use it on somebody just else. Me. Yeah. Not just me. I'm glad you refound it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to put this out there. Whoever just realized my reference, you're awesome. No, you're not. Yes, you are. No, you're not. Jeff, what'd you do this week? Well, I only did one thing, but it was, I'm uh, going to have to say, pretty epic. Uh, I went and saw The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent at the movie theater. What is that? Uh, this is a, a new movie starring Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal um, with uh, appearances by uh, Neil Patrick Harris and a few oh, other people. Is this the one where they're like, if you meet your best friend for the first yeah, time? It's, it's Nicolas Cage playing himself. Mostly kind of chill, but you know, the occasional crazy cinematic actors. version of. But uh, he and Pedro Pascal, oh my God, this film was brilliant. Uh, those two play off each other really well. The premise of the movie is that Pedro Pascal is a wealthy Spanish uh, millionaire and pays a million dollars to have Nick Cage come to his birthday party in Spain. <laughs> and... Nick Cage is down on his luck. He what didn't get? He he's been working constantly, but not making headway into some of his debts, and loses oh. out on a part that he really coveted. And so this was kind of his like, well, I guess I'll go do this this party. And um, it turns into a buddy film at this point, but it's also a self referential film. They talk about things in. Hollywood and those things start to happen in the film as the movie goes along. I really hesitate to say too much more because like I said it's it's a brilliantly crafted film. It's so well acted, so well directed. When you you know when you get that when 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 something is just so perfect, you get that kind of giddy laugh. Yes. I was doing that throughout the film. 
Um, and and not just because of some of the writing, but like the way that the material was being performed. And I was just like, this is, oh my God. I, I don't know how this film got made. I don't know how this film got into the theaters. Oh, wow. I don't know how I got to see this film in a movie theater. Oh, oh wow. But Well, you bought a ticket. You, <laughs> Um, and you went there. What I mean is you don't get a lot of these smart films anymore, especially... It doesn't fit the a, current mold yeah. of what Hollywood thinks makes money. And granted, I like a blockbuster just as much as the next person, but this film, it's a smart film, and it also is essentially cinematic commentary about the movie business in general while it's doing the same things that it's making fun of Hollywood for doing. So um, if you get a chance, I definitely recommend seeing it in the movie theater. If you can't see it in the movie theater, definitely catch it um, when it comes to streaming. It is not currently on streaming. It is currently only in the movie theaters. Um, but I believe in a week or two, you're going to be able to get it um, for rental streaming. All right. I thought I remember reading that recently. but. Ooh. Oh my God! Uh, like I said, Pedro Pascal and and Nicolas Cage play off each other so well in this film. I mean, brilliant performances for both of them. So that's what I did, and I definitely recommend everybody go see the unbearable weight of massive talent. That's kind of ambivalent until what? you're you're. I mean, what? I, I don't have the the Cage fetish you do, Kay. What? <laughs> but. Uh, I would see it. I was like, okay, new Cage film. I'll catch it eventually. But uh, yeah, you've really sold me there, Jeff. You 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 say that because you haven't watched Pig. You're right. Pig was Pig is good. I, I do have to fix that. Conair face off. <laughs> he's uh, it, it's crazy what he's been doing because he's cranked out a lot of crap to pay the bills, and then yeah, he pulls and, down something, and he talks about that in the film. Yeah, he references I, that I, in the film. I heard that. Yeah, and it, it's it's just in a way I kind of in admire kind of, him because he's just totally, eh, what the fuck? He's it's, totally it's, not yeah. giving a shit. It's funny in 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 this movie him talking about trying to stay positive while doing garbage, <laughs> um, and that's that's my words, it's not his words in the film. He puts it much better in the film, but it's like, you know. You know, doing things that you have to do to pay the bills while yeah. at the same time still trying to be true to your desires as a performer. So anyway, um, yeah. like I said, it's a brilliant film. Um, it was very, I guess I was hoping for, that it would be what I thought it was going to be. And it was that and so much more is the best way to put it. So it exceeded my expectations. A proper glowing review. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I desperately want to see Nick Cage in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I don't know what part he would play. Hmm. Excellent question. Shall we uh, throw it out? Uh, yeah. What, what, what part in Marvel Cinematic Universe should he play? Oh, my God. What am I thinking? Galactus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that is spot on casting. Wow. That's hard to beat. That's it's definitely one of the big ones. Uh, Galactus, Annihilus, something big. Something. Annihilus. Oh, my God. Annihilus. Wait a minute. That's... DC, isn't it? No. That's Marvel. I don't It's not one you hear very often. No. Century? Century. Oh, 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 oh my oh, god. Century. I take it back. Century is perfect. Century. Yeah. 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 Who's that? Plus it plays on the fact that he was cast as Superman once. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh is that Marvel's version of Superman? Well, kind of uh, sorta. It gets with a lot of mental problems. Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of, it, the, a they litany. they kind of they kind of 
he's like an old hero. I'm surprised you guys didn't get and that. And they, it, it's it's complicated. Okay. <laughs> it's complicated. Look but up century. Yeah, and of course it is. Marvel it's Marvel. Century. It's complicated. And it's it's uh, there are two centuries because there's also the Kree century, which mm-hmm. is just a robot. Nah, That's yeah. not that. Nah, no, but that, that is yeah. Although I don't know, man, that blonde wig would look weird. I say go for it anyway. All yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Bond wig and all. That's yeah. Yeah. That's it. So don't write in. Because <laughs> yeah, already got, got it. We got it. it. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Matt nailed it. But if you think you can do better, yeah, give it a shot. Anyway. Why not? Yeah. 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 I was Try. thinking of another one too. Dig deep into the cannon. What were you thinking, Legion? Oh, I I like. Uh, <laughs> He's just running through the Rolodex of insane Marvel. That's the one they did the TV show. <laughs> yes. For. Yeah. yes, they did do the TV show. That's the that's Madrox, right? Um, no, no. Okay, Legion is uh, Charles Xavier's, and he like has a bajillion personalities. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking too. For- ah, yes, that's right. In many ways, actually, you know, uh, uh, prior to a month ago, Moon, Moon Knight. Knight. Yeah. But you know Isaac. As- oh my God, uh, Isaac Asimov. I actually, <laughs> Isaac Asimov. Wow, oh, he's back. Fucking okay. said that. <laughs> yeah, it's not about foundation or ro- I, robot. Just, <laughs> just rambling. He just he. I mean, he has totally made that. My God, I his. his first performance in this last episode, uh, episode five. I I just every week it's like he one ups himself yeah. with this his performance. I mean this. This this last episode, I is it six or eight episodes we're getting in this? I don't know. I haven't is, even seen the last episode. So. Well, this is five, and it it uh it dropped. Well, I guess technically last night. It's, it's like every Wednesday, but it dropped before I went to bed last night. And without I, I actually knowing, it. I'm going to say six. Okay. <gasps> it wow. feels like it's going to be a short series, but yeah, he, yeah, Oscar Isaac. Well, we're in Jeff's house, amazing. so I'll say seven. Oh wow. All right. Oh, are Six. we bidding? Six. What are we bidding oh. on? Seven is the mark of Nurgle. God damn it, you guys. <laughs> there will be six. This. Wow. Yeah, because when I think Marvel, I think Nurgle. When I when I think Jeff's house, my I brain think. instantly Nurgles. Okay, <laughs> 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 what'd you do this week? Well... You uh, took Duncan to the... I did not take Duncan <laughs> to the eye doctor. His mom did. I was going to say... No one cares... I asked him to videotape it because he went with the the plastic straw holding his glasses together, and he said it got a lot of good laughs. Oh, I'll bet. What geeky things did you do this? Well, I talked to Duncan about going to the eye doctor. (laughs) (laughs) So, I watched the Batman because it that it's now streaming. We also watched the Batman. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Still got to see the Batman. That was. Dude, that's Dude. like I'm telling you, it was a, it was freaking amazing, David, fucking amazing film, and I don't I, even like DC. You know, I mean, I uh, and I, I, I sorry, I apologize. No, go ahead. Okay, no, Matt's got to say something. Yes, <laughs> I was wrong at dinner last night. He's coming back for a sequel, Robert Patterson. Yes, it was yes. Pattinson. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Robert Patterson, the, uh, the author. Yeah, once he's done writing those books, <laughs> once he's done writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The author. Well, Isaac Asimov's in Moon Knight. That's true. All right, so. And he's doing a hell of a job. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, Whatever. Twi- uh, Twinkly Vampire. He's Twinkly. coming back. <laughs> Twinkly. Twinkly Vampire's coming back. Coming back for a second Twinkly one, yeah. uh, Batman. So, yeah, it, it, uh, David Fincher's Batman. I mean, I mean, I know he didn't actually do it, but right, it's right. like seven. It's like, let's, let's make seven, but with Batman. 
Yeah. And it was, you know, it was extraordinary. So a lot of people are like, oh, best one ever. And I'm not going to go. I don't. I think it's kind of pointless to talk best ones ever. Um, But boy, is this a neat. This was a very neat version. This was incredible. Wasn't it great to actually get to see him do like some detective work? But but he's still green because it's it's loosely Batman year two. So it's like Mm -hmm. he's still kind of learning how to be a detective. Yeah. But oh, I, I just love just standing there looking around, and they made great use of the whole eyes thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do every every iteration, but this was just great with him just like, like four or five it. times. There were shots of people looking at darkness while he slowly walks up. Yeah, yeah. The boots, the man. Boots. The boots, that sound that they make. It's uh-huh. just like, yeah. that's exactly what you would think would be if, if you had a character like that in real life. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, what is that distinctive? Oh, my God, it's him. Yeah. It was, then that was some extraordinary stuff. Did you see the deleted scene on YouTube? Not the deleted scene. The one no. with the, the Joker? Yeah. Or we're, we're supposed to assume it's the Joker? It's, come on. I mean, I mean I, yeah, I mean, I, now, I know what is, you're saying. Is there more? Because there is. A scene with the Joker. There is. There's a tiny scene, but there's a there's a lot more. A yeah. lot more. Yes. Look at it. And you know what? It's a great scene, but I'm glad they left it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the Joker. It would have overshadowed sure. the bad guy in this movie. Right. Yeah, it's essentially the, the guy the, in the gimp suit. Yeah. yeah the, de- the deleted scene is essentially Batman um, using the Joker for information about. Uh-huh. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, the... he's like, you know, okay. He's like, <gasps> what do you... Yeah, exactly. It was totally a Hannibal Lecter step. thing. That's the next step, guys. They just did seven as Batman. Right. Now they got to do Silence of the Lambs. I love this plan. Except Batman sends Robin. Robin, you got to go talk to the Joker about okay. this series of murders. So, so first we got to introduce but Robin. Yeah. Batman a lot older when Robin comes into the picture? Yes. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, maybe they'll do the, the Robin uh, Carrie or what? Yeah, yeah, Carrie. Yeah. Carrie. Yeah. I, I really like Carrie. Yeah. I forgot her last name. I, me too. Especially when she got in that little cheetah outfit, you know? Little. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I was actually amazed by that. And as a as a as a giggle joke, I jumped on YouTube and watched the Corridor Crews uh, squeezing Adam West. Oh yeah, into the uh, Batman trailer. I haven't watched that one yet. It's actually pretty funny. Okay. Yeah, it there there's of course just the simple trailer that they altered. But then there's a longer one where they talk about the process. And if you're interested in am- animation, is it spreading around the table? I, it's, like, you know, it's the pickleball. Yep. So Maybe there was some then? liquor in there. <laughs> don't uh, don't don't take all the balls in your mouth, folks. Paulette's stepbrother. I hardly even know her. But um, Paulette's stepbrother works for a quarter crew. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in a couple of videos. Can you know? Can she uh, send in my resume? <laughs> you can and maybe we need to get an interview then. Yeah, really. That'd be... Ooh. Anyway, they talk a lot about like the modern uh, CGI and editing and compositing technology. Right. Apparently, the new hotness is nuke. So, you know, because um, some of the older stuff, when they do CGI, it's all compositing in layers. Nuke doesn't do that. Yeah. So it's uh, segments. I forget. 
anyway, yes, <laughs> it's complicated language. shit. <laughs> it's very complicated, but it's cool. Um, so they they ride a little hard on how goofy Batman is, but they compensate by saying we wanted to put the best Batman ever in this trailer, and that's Adam West. So that was cool. And uh, they actually not they, goofy at all. Yeah, and dude, they they there were a couple things that were like, oh, that's kind of cool, but they do this one thing uh, where they replace the Batmobile with the '60s Batmobile. Oh my god! And it is flawless. Ooh, nice. It's actually very cool. So, what do you think of Colin Farrell as the Penguin? You know what? It's funny it's because awesome. you, yeah. you just well, you don't I mean, he, he's it. under you don't a shit ton it. of yeah. makeup, and yeah. it's good makeup you too. You don't yeah. see yeah. you don't see anything. Yeah. There's there's not um, even a hint of the accent. You don't even yeah, hear it. Yeah, you don't even hear Probably it. Probably wasn't so. even in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> Colin Farrell. One, one of the things <laughs> I, that's some guy. I hate him for his name. <laughs> one of the things I really liked about it too is that they did not just shoot it all in Chicago. They yeah. actually shot most of it in Europe. Yeah, they only shot yeah. certain scenes. In the in credits, Chicago. there was like we'd like to thank the nation of Hungary. Yeah, and it was just like Hungary. They're so all, they were supposed to go to Egypt. No, it wasn't that movie. That was uh, Moon Knight. That was Moon Knight that I was thinking. Never mind, I'm dumb. Moon Knight was um, in Egypt? But no, uh, Batman, they filmed mostly in the UK. They filmed most of it in England. Yeah. So. That that was, you know, that's probably one of those, you know, things where the, the producers are sitting around. I've, I, I've never been to the UK. And let's so, go there. Well, yeah. but it had, I let's, mean, let's shoot in the UK. It brought that gothic it was. feel, but you know, because they have... Such old architecture in Europe and especially in England that you could bring that feeling of you know that should be in Batman to it without having to build it on a soundstage. And somewhere. it was very old. Yes, it had a very old sense. At to the it. start of the movie, like after after looking at the mayor who's dead, and then then that Nirvana song comes on. I was like, Bling. that was cool. Yeah, I was very like, cool. <laughs> yes, I was I like, was, uh, this could go pretty. Oh, oh. It, actually, it's working. They're making well, it work. And it opened very film noir. Yeah. Like, you know, him yeah. doing the, the overlay talking and stuff with... I, I, I really enjoyed that movie. Yes. I think it was very good. I really liked the Riddler dude. That was, He was cool. Uh, especially. Spoiler, kind of? No, it's, it's everybody knows the Riddler. Out, yeah, everybody yeah. knows the Riddler wow. villain. Okay. Well, we were just taking great pains but to avoid saying Riddler before. Well, it, it's, I, really? It's, it's just Riddler, a Riddler, Gimps, Riddler, Riddler. Right. But I really liked it because they <laughs> made suit. him more yeah. like a normal-ish, like bad guy you would see in real life. You know what I mean? Like someone who's obviously has mental issues and problems and mm. sees the world totally differently. Oh, not like but Jim Carrey, like Ooh. not super gimmicky <laughs> in this nice green suit with question marks all over the place. Yeah, safe. Not I'm like talking Frank Gorshin. Right. Yeah. Hey, you leave hey. so Frank alone. So they kind of brought what I really liked about the Christian Bale um, Batmans, which is it felt more real and not super comic booky, right? I just hated it. Grounded at least in some I form of reality. Voice. Right, exactly. Oh. So they brought that, but then they totally did change the feeling. And I do appreciate yeah. that they started this one with Batman being so young into being Batman. Because it totally tell it's going to tell a different story. Yeah, it's year two of Batman. Yeah. 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 So I have other things to say, but apparently I need to keep my mouth shut. Are, are they about <laughs> taking people to the doctor? Uh, about the well. movie dumbass oh yeah well just don't spoil it, it, it it's, it's there's fun. people who haven't seen it oh yet. the other oh, thing please. I really appreciate and you it's see this like in now. the first 10 minutes is that he's based in the city 
in Gotham Tower instead of, or, you know, in whatever, his family's tower, instead of out in the country in the middle of nowhere in the house. Wayne Manor. Yeah. And so, like, his Batcave is actually the old Grand Central Station, essentially, for the Wayne Tower building. It does make a lot more sense, because I can't imagine the Wayne Manor. That's got to be a commute. That's all I'm saying. Yes, exactly. Stately mean. It's really nice. I also really liked uh, the whole notion of him trying to learn how to be quote Bruce Wayne right and and trying to find that balance and he is completely unable to find that balance right now yes right now and that that's what you would get with the the year twos because he's so focused on being Batman he forgets that you have to also be Bruce Wayne you have to have the public face as well as the the private the the, the vigilante um, part of your personality so. is this stately Gunter Manor yes sure why not what'd nothing think, more stately think, than what what's you around you think the Selena Kyle like arc they could probably cut some of that huh well, uh, I, I don't want to give any you can spoilers. say fuck him <laughs> or don't actually. his movie has been out for <laughs> quite a while yes. yes all I'm gonna say is if She's Zoe running. Kravitz goes let's just go you and me let's just Gotham oh, you're like the end is of Batman. fucked <laughs> Gotham <laughs> Gotham is in trouble because <laughs> I'm like, like sure. oh, yeah let's go alright just the terror that is Commander K. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, okay, if we're talking spoilers, fine. Uh, ah, yes. Yeah, remember when she mentions where she might go? She said, "I might go up north to Bloodhaven." Yeah, that's a deep cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's where that's uh, Nightwing right. hangs around. Bloodhaven, <laughs> which means it opens a door to Robins and stuff. Right. So, so I don't know. Yeah, what is she? Wait, is she going to seduce Robin? No, like just, a little just, boy the, in the, the circus. Where is it going to go there? This? That's no. Dark. What do you, ex- you what do you expect something different? I could talk about taxes and he comes with something blue. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to tax. Them. Well, they're taxing Disney. You know why they're doing that? Oh, here we go. Cuz Disney's uh. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? What? I also found out this week uh-huh. and I was actually really disappointed that Mammoth has kind of gone full Q. David yeah, Mamet. I don't know what yes. you're talking about. Who? David Mamet, one of the finest playwrights of the last three decades. Four, Four decades. Four shit. decades. He was the hotness in the 80s when I was in. Yeah. And especially since I was in Chicago, it was just all about Mamet. Speed the Plow, Oleana. Mm-hmm. Hey, Barry, Glenn Ross. And... Uh, you mean QAnon or whatever? He's yes. Done that. He's, oh. actually, he's actually... He actually... There was a podcast, something he was on, and he actually, like, with no irony whatsoever, made the comment uh, that uh, all teachers are pedophiles. What? Yeah, and apparently that's the new hotness in Q, that uh, public school teachers are pedophiles. That's why they're teachers. So who should teach kids? Well, you know, not them. Because <laughs> the, the the job is so shitty, who else is going to do it but somebody who wants to get laid? Obviously. Yeah. So, what, which I, you know actually does have a kind of logic to it, but still, it's just like you know there are some people who want to just teach kids to you know become adults and human beings. So, but I was just like, I mean, why else would you want to become a doctor except to get laid? Yeah. <laughs> well, doctors get laid, Todd. I got some bad they news. They don't. For- no, you can't yeah. even convince me of uh-huh. that. You just, Doctors, what a shit you just, job. You, yeah. You just wait till you go to Unless the Unless you go into plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. 
But anyway, it, I was just like, I can't believe that. And I'm like commenting on Facebook and someone, because I've actually, believe it or not, have kind of fallen out of the queue thing. Wow. And uh, wow. someone else that I know, she actually chimed in, yeah, that's apparently the new thing now. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. My God. Blech. Well, Everything's on the table. Also, everything is on the table. Apparently, yeah. not the first controversial opinion David Mamet has ever had. Well, True. there is there is that. Not to mention destroying Lindsey Krause's career. But well, and he's in his mid seventies too, right? So he's at that age where it's the, that the, definitely the you know I know get off my Barry's forty five and listen to him. They're not bound in, in fact at all. And, yeah, yeah, but thinks they are. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. All right. So I mean, this is the guy who wrote that. Right. Oh really? Yeah. Oh well. Well, that explains a B M. Always be molesting. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <sighs> it's not no until they like say shit. it, right? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Thank you. Now you put that whole speech in my head. Ugh. Not the molesting speech. The uh, yeah. news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank God. Thank you. <laughs> Just trying to think of jobs that they would think. <laughs> Public school teacher, priest, gynecologist. What else? Mail, you don't give a shit. Male gynecologist. Male gynecologist. <laughs> Pediatrician. Pe- yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Please stop. <laughs> High school counselor. Uh, yeah. Bartender. <laughs> that was for Todd's benefit. Ice cream truck driver. You I'm your ice cream man. <laughs> stop me while you're passing by. No. <laughs> He's trolling. Go. <laughs> You don't give a shit about. J.J. <laughs> uh, Abrams Production Company, Bad Robot, has officially joined forces with Mattel for the film adaptation of Hot Wheels for uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, you're right. I don't give a shit. Moving uh, on. One shit. Described as a high-throttle action film, the live-action Hot Wheels project will, quote, bring to life this multi-generational franchise and showcase some of the world's hottest and sleekest cars, monster trucks, and motorcycles, teases the release. Uh, the Hot Wheels brand has sold more than 8 billion vehicles, uh, making it the top-selling toy on Earth. Hollywood has attempted to bring the property to silver screen for nearly two decades. The most recent update came in late 2020 with the hiring of screenwriters Neil Widener and Gavin James. However, it's unclear if the duo is still attached to pen the script. Mattel Films is actively working on movie translations for several more of its in-house IP, uh, like American Girl, Barbie, Barney, Magic 8-Ball, Major Matt Mason, Masters of the Universe, Polly Pocket, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Thomas, and Friends. Uh, uh, Uno, View- Masters of the Universe doesn't need to be remade. That's an awesome movie as is. Wasn't it a cartoon? No, there's a movie. <laughs> There's a movie? It, it was terrible. Oh. Starring Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. How have you and never Courtney shown Cox. her this movie? Yes. And uh, Robert, Robert Duncan, Duncan McNeil. McNeil. Yes. How have you never shown her this and, movie? And uh, who's Skeletor? What was his name? Oh, Frank Langella. Yeah. yeah. One of the funnest roles he ever had. Yeah. Okay, I want to see two things from this film. One, a big loop-de-loop. Mm-hmm. And... Two oh, track. giant children ramming the cars into each other. I was going to say, uh, uh, Andy's brother has got to be oh, in yeah, there yeah. overseeing cars crash into each other. <laughs> yeah, he's got that's, that's consultant through and through. Oh, they're also working on the Viewmaster movie and Wishbone. Oh, yeah, now, I remember talking about the now, Viewmaster. Matt, I want to know, why is it called Bad Robot? What that robot do? 
that he's bad. <laughs> Everybody's staring at him. I know. Vag yeah. attack. Why are you being so quiet? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever work at McDonald's at the time they were doing the Barbie and the Hot Wheels, Todd? This is news you don't give a shit about? <laughs> yes. Still I, I, is. Oh, my God. Did you no. ever have the obsessive collectors that, like, they wanted you to go dig in the boxes for the that one Hot Wheels that they were looking for? That you would tell Just you, in that standard. You told them they were sold out. He was like, they're gone. They're gone. Oh, you got to have one in the back. So I'm like, no, I I'm going to guess this never happened to you. Never. <laughs> wow. You know, I did see a still from the Barbie movie. Yeah, yeah, that got released this week. Yeah, die. They're wow. filming it, it right now. Looks Margot like Margot Robbie. They're filming it right now. They're yeah. Fi- yeah, yeah. What's the plot? Uh, oh, she's uh, apparently a ballerina, and she lives in Malibu, and she's also a rocket scientist and a doctor and a doctor <laughs> and a lawyer. And she's a, a, pediatrician, a pediatrician and a lawyer for a uh, family court and a rock star. This is we know where this is going. And she's got this gimpy boyfriend named Ken. Just kind of follows her around and what was her sister's name? Skipper? Skippy? Skipper. Skipper. I believe. I only had one. I only ever had one. I never actually had a Barbie. I had one of the like the offshoot brand from Not an offshoot brand. It was still the Barbie <laughs> fine. This is Burby. But it was from, like uh, <laughs> God, Burby. Okay, so <laughs> Burby. It was late 80s, and I don't remember. It was when they did the line, though. It was like, the the doll I got was definitely Asian, I think. She had long, dark, like dark, dark brown hair and had like a Hawaiian bathing. Maybe she was Hawaiian. Anyway, I don't know. That's the only Barbie I've ever had. <laughs> and you can okay. tell I really liked Barbie. Yeah. No, my mm. sister and I hated Barbie. Um, we liked Milo Pony. Milo Pony was our You didn't thing. get the oh, scientist oh, Barbie? Andy just sat up. Yes, <laughs> really. Andy doesn't even know why he's a sit and standing uh, at attention. He's like, I don't understand why, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, he's I, standing I'm at attention, all right? Oh, he is uh, standing at attention, all right, Jeff. Content for the bronies. Everybody drink. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I have friends' moms who are Barbie collectors because you know Barbie's been around. Oh, yeah. for a very long time, and I get some of the old original dolls because you know back then mass production was not as big of a thing and the quality was different and. Um, but some of the, I don't know. I just don't get it. I well, don't get it. They've had a collector convention here in Vegas for Barbies in the past. So, I mean, yeah, it's... There was an expo here for a good little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. So I if you want to go it. and cover the next Barbie convention, you will do a special episode and no one will listen to it. Probably <laughs> the most qualified of us. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. yeah. And and that's not sexist at all. No. No. Uh, who all. here has owned one or more Barbies? And one hand raised. Okay, yeah, there yeah, it yeah. is. Put your I, hand my, down, Barry. My, my friends and I used to, <laughs> used to uh, you know, we'd play with our 12-inch G.I. Joes, and I so remember every time. Oh, yeah, you always put G.I. Joes with Barbies. Yeah, yeah, and Billy's mom would stick her head in the door leading down to the basement. And, and you respect your sister's Barbies! <laughs> <laughs> Which made you do exactly the opposite, right? <laughs> yeah. We might have gotten busted once or twice. <laughs> the twelve-inch bar- Barbie, twelve-inch GI Joes, they didn't have any uh, females. They had, did they? they? Had. It was all men, right? They didn't have like scar. Back in the eighties. Uh, back in the back in then they did, but they started putting out. Didn't they have though? Um, I forget her name, but she was on the bad guy side. It was like the Baroness. Yes, didn't they have her? That's those well, were that, action figures. That was that's a later release. Okay. Well, they yeah. did, well, they, we actually did have the three and a quarter inch 
Joe's hooking up with the big Barbies. They did have a what 12 the? inch um, Wait, Baroness wait, at one point. We but were, it was a we much were 10 year old boys living the dream. Snooze snoo. Snooze snoo? Yeah. Uh, red, whatever the fucker name Scarlet. Was. Scarlet and all the Scarlet. Yeah, that, that's all, Lady J. That's and all the, the little. And there's only three women in all of Yeah. And those, that's Joe. all no, the little Jinx. ones. That was her name. She was a kung fu person. No, oh, I thought you said something at the same time. I'm sorry. No, it was, yeah. it was no. Jinx. She Jinx. was in the uh, the G.I. Joe movie, yeah. which I know very well. Was she one of the ones that got hey killed? Hey, guys. No, no. She did not get killed. In fact, oh. uh, Duke never got, got killed. killed. They, like, they, like, and then in the end, it's like, tank, hey, guys, <laughs> Duke's going to be okay. Yay! And then they end the film. Oh. Oh. That's it. Now, I that's, always love that. That's like, a sad card right there. You just there, see like, all their tanks and jets, and all of a sudden they parachute out, and then <laughs> they crawl to the tank, and then... And they're well, shooting no. each other with, <laughs> with lasers. lasers. I know. Like four yards away. And they're just advancing and retreating, advancing and retreating. They're, they're worse shots than stormtroopers. And that's all of that. Them. Yeah. Oh, they're great at shooting guns out of people's hands. Real good. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to be good at something. But this Barbie movie, she's saving up to like get her legs lengthened in a boob job. <laughs> 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 By also taking care of animals, yeah, yes. Remove a couple mm-hmm. ribs, you know, tighten up that waist. Jesus. Poor Margot Robbie, what she's going to have to go through for this flick. <laughs> what I'm going to have to go through listening to this. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Ubisoft recently dropped online service for 90 older games on a variety of different platforms. These will remain playable, and offline features will continue to work. The list of games affected by the decision includes some classics like Assassin's Creed 2, Far Cry 2, Rainbow Six Vegas, Rayman Origins, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Ubisoft points out that various forms of news and especially player statistics for the affected games have been disabled. Quote, For games that use Ubisoft Connect services, units and challenges will be disabled, meaning that you will no longer be able to earn units by completing challenges for the game, the statement adds. Rewards can still be unlocked, however, you will not be able to receive them in-game. Ubisoft goes on to say that, quote, unlockable content such as maps and skins will also be disabled, meaning that you will no longer be able to unlock them, obviously, unquote. While console players are still going to have access to unlockable content unless you reset your saved game files, Ubisoft is pulling the plug on PC players, noting that such unlockable content, quote, will no longer be available, even if it's been redeemed previously, unquote. Mm. Uh, The bright side is that uh, quite a few games are only losing online services for select platforms. While a few games like Rainbow Six Vegas are losing support entirely, most of them are just losing online features for a couple of older consoles. In addition to PC, uh, Rayman Origins, for example, is only going to be losing online service for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. The official statement does not explain the rationale behind the decision to shut down the service for affected games, but I can guess it has to do with money. So Uh, it's just old games, right? uh, Yes, but it is a reminder that uh, for those of you who are buying and playing online games, they do have a shelf life. Simple as that. I mean, all games do, but if it's a single-player focus game, that single-player focus game will be available basically for your ownership of it. But the online service part, that will eventually go away. So remember that. And at least a few of those games are more than 15 years old, right? Oh, sure. I mean, 
Rainbow Six Vegas, yeah. but that is a pretty online-centric game when right. it comes down to it. Yeah, right. but how many people are still playing that when there's all these other newer games out for that type of thing? You'd be surprised how yeah. many communities are around these things. It's crazy. Aren't you still playing Call of Duty Zombies? Uh, uh, not online. Oh, not online. Yeah, uh, Xbox 360, I, I can't even log on. Wow. So, it was, poor Andy, <laughs> he actually rustled up a used 360 <clears throat> He got some Call of Duty, and he was all ready, and then he texts me, Hey, uh, oh, no. do you happen to know what my password is for <laughs> Xbox? Because I can't log on. And I'm like, yeah, I got some bad yeah. news for you, buddy. Wait, and he's like, wait a minute, we're not going to be able to play online? I nope. don't think so. And he's I like, know for a fact fucking he, has, fuck. he has like Call of Duty 2 or 3 or something, because I gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. well, we played it on my Xbox. 360 locally yeah when he used to have one until it got hit with the you know big old red, red ring, ring of death, death. so he uh yeah so it's it it was i've won a thousand games of Catan since they stopped supporting online so and, and that is not an exaggeration that 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 can't go to my my world ranking tally so you don't have an so you only have an xbox 360 yeah yeah I mean, you know, that's the latest generation I've got. But it's so. because they have, I mean, so we have, the X, it's not an Xbox One, is it an Xbox? We have, we have two Ones and a 360. Right, so, but they have a newer version out past the Ones now. Series X. Yeah, okay, so that's because so. they have two more consoles out. Yeah. Is that like the difference between a PS4 and a PS5, or is that just a, a souped up Xbox One? I, I never it's, understood. It is the difference between a 4 and a 5. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, w- it was funny, because I was actually thinking of go- moving away Why from Xbox. Why can't they just have numbers? I don't understand. I know. I was moving because away from Xbox does. and going to PlayStation. It's just not worth it right now. I, I mean, I don't have the money right now, but it's also just not worth it right now. Yeah. So, I mean, shit, you're probably going to get to it at some point tonight, but I'm already starting to look at Netflix like you're expendable. Mm. You know, the desert island when your buddy looks like that fried chicken. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at Netflix like, yeah. You know what? I can't because I Bridgerton. I have to watch my Bridgerton. Okay. I do. Last Kingdom's on there, too. It's good. That, too. Yeah. yeah. Stranger Things is coming up soon. Yep. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend that there's not good things. There's a lot of good things on Netflix. But, yeah. Anyway. News you don't give a shit about. Mm. Netflix has canceled its <laughs> attempt to adapt <laughs> Bone. <laughs> Cancel its attempt to what? To adapt Bone. The project was one of the casualties of Netflix's current financial issues as they're restructuring their animation division. Bone is a story of three cousins who are forced out of their home in a strange land. It's part Looney Tunes and part Lord of the Rings. Epic storytelling with a liberal sprinkling of lighthearted humor. Goddamn liberals. Uh, This is the third time that Bone has been in development and then canceled. In the late 90s, Nickelodeon was uh, adapting it, but the deal went south when executives wanted to put a Britney Spears song in it. In 2008, they wanted to develop a feature film Bone trilogy. Greek, Greek series creator Patrick Sean Smith jumped on board that project with My Best Friend's wedding filmmaker PJ Hogan set to direct. And when their vision didn't work out, screenwriter Adam Klein teamed up with Kung Fu Panda director Mark Osborne in 2016. But nothing happened with that either. 
Uh, also on the chopping block, uh, chopping block, according to the rap, is the witch-based animation Toil and Trouble and The Twits, an animated series of Roald Dahl's beloved children's book, although Netflix uh, insists the latter is very much alive. Also, Bright 2 is not being made now, and they canceled that for obvious reasons. Because it was Smith? Mm-hmm. Seriously? Yes, Bright That's so 2 lame. is gone. That's lame. Yeah. So who even needs this character? Get, get another one. Yeah. It's Martin it's, Lawrence. It is funny. Uh, Chris Rock. That's, yes. that's yes. what Hollywood should do. They should pursue Give Chris all Rock his role. <laughs> they should pursue all of his movies. Just put Chris Rock in there. <laughs> that's a big old social justice. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Smith had on Twitter the other day. He had a, a comic that he drew basically with his character uh, doing the whole Charlie Brown and Lucy with the the football thing uh-huh. with all the different streaming services that have tried to <laughs> yeah, really and then the, the final panel is while he's the character's laying on the ground and it's like hi i'm netflix and i want to talk to you about your your property that's there. funny so yeah. I, I hope he he probably did get pay or play so he's probably um, getting money but i don't know but i just know that he is actually very disappointed that sure. this has now happened yet again oh sure and, mm-hmm. and and if you haven't read smith's bone I can't. Re- yeah, too easy. <laughs> what? What? Too easy. Do it. It's great. And besides, if it gets made into a movie, then we have the porn parody. Oh, easy. Oh my goodness. Boned. Did you don't give a shit about? Oh. Nothing. Gotta it, jump on that. In this week's episode of Commander K, told you so. What? Uh, Paramount Pictures has revealed that the title of their upcoming D&D movie is Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. The movie is being helmed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, and there's still so much we don't know about the project. Stars but, Damon Wayans. Uh, Chris Pine is set to star in the movie, and joined by Michelle Rodriguez, Roger Jean Page, uh, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, Chloe Coleman. Uh, one thing we do know is that hold the on, film... Hold on, hold on. Michelle Rodriguez. There's no... Angry tank top lady class. <laughs> wow. Just one barbarian. She plays. One thing. She even says how she got typecast with those roles. That's out of her mouth. Like, Well, yes. A lot of actors. Keanu Reeves was typecast until he did which film? I can't even remember which film it was. Matrix. I'm going to roll an angry one. tank top. All right. One movie. Barbarian. That's, wow. She's an angry tank top wearing thief. Tank girl. Uh, one uh, thing we do know is the film will be an epic comedy adventure. Michael Ironside. Who else? Oh, sorry, Jeremy Irons. I've never Mike seen Kay sink into a chair so fast. <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Sorry, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> oh my God! I want to see Michael Ironside doing it as the evil sorcerer. Yeah. <laughs> Spit flying out of his mouth. Uh, Pine previously talked about the tone of the film and compared it to several different movie classics, saying, quote, Oh, man. Uh, well, what will I say? We we had a hell of a time making it. There was a lot of laughs. Uh, the way that we were describing it, it's like Game of Thrones mixed with a little Princess Bride, a little smidge of Holy Grail. It's somewhere in that ballpark. It's a lot of fun. I uh, get to do a lot of thrills. It's poppy. It's 80s heartfelt. There's a bit of Goonies in there. My character, he's the ultimate party planner. I think it's going to be really good. I you mean, who fucking knows? But I think we got a good shot. And John and John are killer guys. Is we this... know we know comedy and they know heart. And we had a great cast and we had a good time making it. And that's all you can ask for. I think this is the fake story. Yeah. <laughs> 
we don't. We're not even playing that game. <laughs> but that's what it sounds We're like. Not even that game. That's what it sounds like. I it's like, hope it was. It does. Holy crap! It that does. interview doesn't even sound Pat real. Spurl, you bastard! I've There's, never seen Kirsten look so destroyed. <laughs> like, he's just like just completely done. <laughs> One way they could save that is if they make it like many other D and D campaigns, where it starts serious and it quickly devolves into the Holy Grail, like many of my D and D campaigns that I've run. The synopsis for the movie reads. Oh boy. An ex-harper turned thief escapes from prison with his partner, a female barbarian, and reunites with a no-talent wizard and a druid new to their team in an effort to rob the cheating con man who stole all their loot from the heist that landed them behind bars and used it to install himself as the Lord of Neverwinter. Only the traitor is allied with a powerful red wizard who has something more sinister in store. Dungeons and Dragons is set to premiere in theaters March 3rd, 2023. Oh uh, there you go. She's a barbarian. Tank top wearing. Called it. <laughs> so they're in Forgotten Realms, huh? That's interesting. How is that a story and the rest of the stuff that they announced not a story? <laughs> Explain yourself? I don't get the question. We are still in news you don't yeah. give a shit about, Barry. I'll just... Hold, my Hold tongue. your tongue, <laughs> dumbass. Hold your green tongue. <laughs> it is still green. Oh, <laughs> God. I just... <laughs> it's When I read that story, I, immediately you came to my heart. It's it's, oh. it's every fear that you've had yeah. brought to life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, much. the worst thing they could do with a D&D movie is this, 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 and this. Guess what there we're doing with the D&D and, and, movie? And those fuckers uh. were listening to that episode, Yep, and they took notes... <laughs> You, you know what? They're probably going to do It's your fault then, Kay. You, they, you told them exactly what they shouldn't do, and they took it as a blueprint of what they should do. You know when they're going to do a serious D&D movie? They're going to do Dragonlance. That fucking... Fuck a... Fuck a... Fuck a... Fuck a... Fuck a... Fucking... Fuck a... Fuck a... Fuck a... Fuck a Dragonlance movie. You yeah. just... You go... You... Just become a public school teacher, you <laughs> pediatrician, <laughs> ice cream truck driving, male gynecologist, bad robot. Raceland was my favorite. <laughs> no, angry oh wizard. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I could see you just growing up. You know, I'm Raceland. Thanks. What, what was Thank that? You. What was that? I, he's I, still he's still angry right now. He, I, no, I am. I'm pretty he can't, angry. He can't there's like, nothing I can do about put it. Put together complete thoughts and sentences yeah, just, yet. Yeah. I, I did he's grow up in Raceland. Yeah. You probably got contacts. So your eyes look like his hourglass bullshit. It's pretty badass, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably went on diets. You, you were thin and sickly. And I've never dieted in my life. <laughs> We get geek! Yay! Hooray! In a $43 billion deal, Discovery has merged with Warner Media to create Warner Brothers Discovery. According to Variety, CEO David Zazav, Zazlav and other higher-ups at the newly joint company want to turn DC Entertainment into its own solidified content vertical. I don't know what the vertical means at the end of that sentence, but that's the quote. Zaslav reportedly met and interviewed a number of candidates, including former top film executives at companies like 20th Century Studios and Paramount, in hopes of finding someone to serve as a creative and strategic czar similar to Marvel's Kevin Feige. 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 
as the current president of Marvel Studios and the primary producer of MCU movies since 2007, Fige has transformed the brand into a blockbuster machine. Warner Brothers Discovery insiders reportedly believe that despite the success of Aquaman and the Batman, DC lacks a coherent creative and brand strategy. What? You think? Where, where did they get that impression? <laughs> Ridiculous. The company wants to revitalize class characters That's like impossible. Superman. And potentially give the hero a new series of standalone films that better reestablish his brand identity. They also cited Todd Phillips' Joker and Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, i.e. Birds of Prey, as perfect example how second-build characters from the DC library can sex- successfully be exploited. Following the success of Suicide Squad spinoff series Peacemaker, DC has two new Batman spinoffs in the works, the Arkham Asylum-centered show about Gotham PD, and one that follows Colin Farrell's The Penguin. Black Adam, The Flash, and new Aquaman installments are just a few of the upcoming DC films. So, look like we might get a little switch around, switcheroo up at the top to maybe get DC under a, a decent storytelling. Are story they going telling. to have Henry Cavill as Superman still? Uh, we don't know. Although I would perfect mind. Superman. Yeah, yeah I, I, I hope they keep him. He's so. I mean, he's said he wouldn't mind playing the character again. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Hey, pay the man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what you're going to do. But I'll yeah. say, if the Witcher interferes, what would he pick? Ah, yes. And you know what? After unbearable weight of you know blah blah blah, Nick Cage is on the rise again. Yeah, so no, that's never going to happen. I, I'm just saying, he's out there. He's got a son named Kalel. Is that the that. one that looks like Nathan Explosion? I have no. Who's Nathan Explosion? I think so. I think that's the one from Death Clock. Death Clock. The lead Metalocalypse. Singer. Does he have any other son? And why am I talking about this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm waiting for the good story. Keep going. Of course, CinemaCon happens, so there's some stuff from that. Uh, Reese Thomas has been set to direct Robotech for Sony Pictures. Based on the 80s anime TV series, Robotech is set in a time when Earth has developed giant robots from the technology of an alien spacecraft that crashed in the South Pacific Island and now is using that technology to fight off an impending alien invasion. Uh, Thomas directed and produced the Disney Plus Marvel series Hawkeye. Uh, Thomas is also highly regarded in the comedy world for his work on Saturday Night Live and the Emmy-nominated IFC series Documentary Now, which he co-created with Fred Armisen, Bill Hader, and Seth Meyers. That definitely feels like a story that teeters on the brink of news you don't give a shit about or Week in Geek. I don't know. I would, well, wa- Robotech, I, man. I would watch some Robotech. And it sounds like they're doing the Macross saga because that's where you know, they, the alien ship crashed and then they took it over and they went to stars now, and shit remind happens. Me, okay, you know, I was a kid in the 80s and I watched, but sometimes my brain bleeds them together. But we, my sister and I really liked the GoBots, that cartoon. Yes. And... Explain to me the difference between Robotech, GoBots, and Transformers. Like, who, which, which properties are owned by who? Okay, okay, go ahead. All right, forget anyone. Transformers. I've never uh, even heard. We of won't that. even go to that one. We're just going to keep it. <laughs> we don't need to com- make this any more complex than it already is. Okay. All right. So who do we got? We got Robotech. We got Trans- GoBots and Transformers. Transformers yeah. Trans or Z. Transformers <laughs> was first. No. GoBots was a knockoff of Transformers. Right, so that kind I remember. Of, kind of in the same category. Though the figures were made of metal. That was really neat. Uh, Robotech was ja- uh, a Japanese product that was Americanized and caught wind in some areas here. Uh, a very, uh, very different, more of a city-destroying robot kind of thing. 
State protecting robot, as Paul, I guess, would say. Got it. Um, versus the other ones that are robots that turn into things. Got it. And Robotech wasn't, like, the robots didn't have their own personalities and stuff. They were just machines that the humans piloted. Yeah, I guess that's the biggest difference. Yeah. GoBots, I don't know what GoBots was about, but... Uh, it was the same thing as Transformers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I except, did. I did. It was a motorcycle. Was the bad guy. Oh yeah. What was his name? Psykill. Oh yeah, Psykill. I had that figure, and I had the the Gobot base and everything. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. That was a big toy. It was a big toy. It was a good Christmas. <laughs> Every <laughs> Christmas when you were a kid was a good Christmas because you were an only child and your parents spent lots of money on you. I know. Whoa. <laughs> Who's bitter? Oh, wow. <laughs> Who's bitter? No, you love to. Sh- okay. His favorite thing. Sweaty in here a minute ago. But... thing is to show this picture from this one Christmas where like. I shit you not, every surface is covered in Star Wars toys. <laughs> and he's just sitting there. It's like his favorite picture to show. He's like, let I want, me show. I want to watch, see this That's picture. why I made that comment, because it's... I'll post that picture on our Facebook page. All right. I like this plan. <laughs> also at CinemaCon, Sony announced they are developing a new Marvel film based on El Muerto. Uh, this will be the first Latino Marvel character to get his own movie. Uh, Bad Bunny, a.k.a. Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio, who was in Bullet Train, is set to star in the film, and he's taking on the lead role. Uh, for those not familiar with El Muerto, here's a biography. Uh, the powers and mask of the super-powered wrestler El Muerto has been passed down generation to generation. Each wrestler had to prove themselves to their oppressor, El Dorado, so that they could remain alive and keep their powers. When Marcus Estrada presented his son Juan Carlos to El Dorado, Juan Carlos cowered in terror, unwilling to fight him. Marcus Estrada sacrificed his life to try and save Juan Carlos. Out of respect to his father's courage, El Dorado gained, uh, granted Juan Carlos 10 years to travel and to become brave and then to duel a masked wrestler and unmask him. And Muerto is set to hit theaters January 12, 2024. Uh, interesting that I hit this because I just read the El Muerto Spider-Man comics about oh. three weeks ago. So I'm uh, actually kind of a good Spider-Man story so I can see why Sony's kind of playing with this. Although... Once again, we don't really know what Sony's really doing with Spider-Man. We know they're doing a lot with his villains and his some side characters of the Spider-Verse, but Spider-Man himself, we still don't really know. But this is a character that's hooked to the Spider-Man universe. So are we sure, though, he's out of the MCU for now? Uh, we aren't sure of anything Okay. at this point. Yeah, that last movie ended in a spot where... They could do pretty much anything at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. They could say pretty much anything to allow them to do whatever they want. True. I think it'd be neat if after the new Doctor Strange movie, they end up introducing Miles Morales. I would love some Miles Morales. That'd be that cool. That would be cool. He's, yeah. now, that's the star of the comic. I mean, the animated one they're doing, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen would be cool. On April April Fool's Day, the official Dungeons & Dragons Twitter account peeved some fans when it tweeted, Spelljammer confirmed. Here's the story yeah, I was waiting for. You just didn't wait for. long enough. I couldn't wait. Teasing fans that the long-awaited, long-requested revival of the popular spacefaring campaign setting was perhaps just a cruel prank. Now, 20 days later, it was revealed that Spelljammer is indeed coming back for real. Yeah! And you were... I'd like to point out, Barry got so mad 
on April Fool's Day. So mad. He made this big, huge, long post about how it's not right for them to tease about something like that. And yeah, and now it's coming out. Yeah! I don't read any news articles on April no. 1st because it's so fucking ridiculous that we're still doing this shit. <laughs> Spoken like a true old man. <laughs> Hell, I mean, days later, I'm still checking to see when the, the stupid news article was posted when it runs up on my news feed. I'm like, was this on April 1st? Fuck this. You should try putting together a news show for a oh, podcast. I, oh, boy. I believe it. I We're getting it. a three-book set! This August will mark the release of three Spelljammer books. Uh, Spelljammer Adventures in Space, a campaign setting Space! featuring... Three 64-page hardcover books. He's, no! He's very excited. Space! This is Excited Berry. Have you never seen Excited Berry before? I have, I have. Including Space! a new bestiary and a new adventure in a slipcase along with a DM screen poster, and that will arrive on August 16th. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Use, 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 your, Matt. Use, use your mic. Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. 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 What the fuck hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. <laughs> Spelljammer, which can perhaps most succinctly be described as science fiction but fantasy, originated in D&D 2nd Edition back in 1989. Uh, players could travel on bizarre galleon-like spaceships through the stars, encountering all sorts of strange worlds. Chris Perkins, project lead on the new Spelljammer, promises that new players will encounter sites like cities built on asteroids, monster layers carved out of asteroids, and dead gods floating in the ether. Uh, they also announced the return of Dragonlance, a setting that takes place on the world of Quinn. <laughs> Gotta take the good with the bad. And the subject of close to 200 fantasy novels, starting with 1984's Dragon of Autumn Twilight. Uh, think about that, uh, book club members. Uh, while popular, the setting was complicated by disagreement between the authors and company that originally owned D&D. And more recently, there were some legal rights issues that put the future of Dragonlance in doubt. Too bad. However, that's all settled, and an adventure book and battle game, unquote, is coming late 2022. Come on, Kirsten. You take the good, you take the bad. Yeah, I'm taking both, Dragon and there you have Dragonlance. The world of Dragonlance does not exist. The Spelljammer ship just goes right past it. There you go. Yeah, just that. That's the Crin space. Oh, nope. Spelljammer. I feel so much better. I guess I'll just 89. run a Spelljammer campaign. I didn't realize it was that late okay. in the '80s. I thought it was much earlier than that. But you said '89 is when that came out. '89 was this Dragonlance. This Spelljammer. Spell massive expansion of yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, where they did a last plain. gasp, uh, uh, desperate. For TSR. Ma Hail Mary throw. But they nailed some good stuff. Planescape, Ravenloft. Planescape. Planescape and Dark Sun. Dark Sun is fantastic. After they, after they retired uh, Spelljammer, because, I mean, I like Spelljammer, but it just kind of went off the rails, and it was kind of ridiculous. So you had to make it your own. But Planescape was kind of the answer to that in the next iteration, and Planescape was really good with the Lady of Pain and you know Sigil and all that. Also, uh, Planescape. Oh, Sigil's from that, huh? Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Dark Sun, they really benefited from the author-centric designs with uh, Dieter Lisi in uh, Planescape and Brom in yes. Dark Sun. Brom, yeah. I mean, you know. The art alone was just so... Oh, it, so, it, it was so characteristic, and it just gave it its own... Interestingly, you cannot get to Dark Sun from Spelljammer. Yes, right. So, Sigil, it's the city of doors, yep. right? Yep. Sigil. Sigil or Sigil? 
It's sigil. How, how do you? How do we know? Barry and, and it, Greg confirmed. always said sigil. Okay. So yeah. I well, because well, we were wrong. There's a word that actually exists that's Called pronounced sigil. But these guys, what the fuck? We'll use that word, but we'll pronounce it sigil because we're just fucking fucks with fucking fucking. <laughs> well, you know what? Tell it how it is. You Kirsten. know what? <laughs> I say jiff. Yeah. So it's sigil. Jiff yeah. is peanut butter. But you is tell it, him Jeff but is the problem there is that Jeff, Jeff is the correct pronunciation. <laughs> it, it is. Sigil Jeff. is wrong. But we're going to go ahead and say sigil anyway. But anyway, so anyway. the City of Doors, which <laughs> has now shown up in a couple of campaigns that I've played in, mm. is that originally then supposed to be like an alternative world? And it just got con- like someone no. at some point converted it to a. No, 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 no. It's like the center of the. The center of everything. all the plane. There's a in, in between the prime material plane and like the all the on all the weird planes and stuff. There's there's this outland and there's a Mount Celestia. No, Mount Celestia is not in there. There's just this big, impossibly tall tower and ringed on top is this kind of like this ring world. It's sigil, and yeah. the right, only way in and out. It's like the city. Yeah. It's like the so center of the multiverse. Okay, yeah. so it's not just other planets and it's worlds. Not, it's, it's not as... Dim- yeah. Okay. It's just a way to get to different stuff. Again, Spelljammer was a way for you to cross over to different campaigns. You can go through Realm Space, Forgotten Realms, to go to Kryn Space and O-Earth, which is with the Greyhawk. Greyhawk. And then you could even get to, like, Earth. Try, whatever. Um, Lord of the Rings. You could get to any fantasy thing that you wanted. It was a way to plug your... Homegrown campaign into the into the greater universe. So then, that's how to. we have our office, which is half Lord of the Rings and half D and D. There it is. There's your answer. There you go. It's Bring it around. <laughs> Bring it around. Wow. Your home is just in Spelljammer space. I have never seen such a look of disapproval on Barry's face. There you go. I'm glad it's just I, I not me tonight. I think you literally <laughs> hurt his him. brain with that you one. Know? I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> No, but you I don't just know, explained I, how it would work. I don't know if it was the logic of your argument or the fact that he now has to has to accept <laughs> the fact that your office is going to be split between two different properties. I if you want to do that. that, fine. Then our pirate bathroom is now our spelljammer bathroom. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. There you go. So it'd be like space I'll be pirates. I'll jamming in that bathroom. <laughs> I think I might Jammer. buy a plaque that says Spelljammer bathroom over the top. <laughs> the toilet's just this porcelain bowl over a sphere of annihilation. <laughs> Wait, Barry, that you can make sense. it your ice pirates bathroom. It's space and pirates. <laughs> I didn't like the movie that much. <laughs> I brought it back around. <laughs> they they actually introduced a lot of stuff at the D and D Direct thing. They got some. New... No, I thought you meant Ice Pirates, like Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, n- no, 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 no. There's just a bunch of other stuff that they announced. It, of course, it's not as cool as Spelljammer and not as bad as Dragonlance. They, yes, they did announce some other. Things. Some people are really gung ho about Dragonlance. Some though. people absolutely no. I'm mean, not one of them. But... It's stupid, huge. I've never read any of the novels. I never even heard anything about the campaign. So is it solely terrible because they had like independent people writing stories for it or just kind of got like away from itself and became this conglomerate thing of random crap? Oh, you opened that bag of worms. Here we go. (laughs) One of the things about Dragonlance is it actually was one of the big changes in D&D and how it's played. Because like uh, pre-Dragonlance was a lot of the, you, you have your campaign, you get this module, your people go to it, you know, you explore, you collect treasure, you do whatever. Dragonlance is actually the beginning of the whole go, 
What? No Matt, one can hear me. Matt just decided to walk away and yell some shit for some reason. Dragon Lance He's is Canadian. the beginning of the arc, the story arc, where like you you have the quest and you could sort of say it started uh, railroading, but it really had a lot to do with the whole. Now your adventurers are actually supposed to be doing something through them, and then they had the tie-in novels, which were stupid, huge, successful. I read the first two recently, and actually I was surprised because they were not as terrible as I kind of figured they would be. But at the same time, they. They're, they're not... For a lot totally. of people, they were baby's first fantasy books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people. So when I think when a lot of people say D&D had uh, an impression on modern fantasy, I think a lot of them are talking about Dragonlance, too. Gotcha. Dragonlance is also kinder. So the modern halfling being an obnoxious fucking kleptomaniac child. Now I know why I hate it. Comes out of uh, <laughs> Dragonlance. Yeah. What? Rat queens. Pure coincidence. I'm sorry? You've, have you ever read Rat Queens? Rat. I thought you said drag queens. Okay. <laughs> no, rat. Rat queens. But one of my favorite characters from that is exactly what Kirsten just described. I forget her name, but oh. that's what she is. She's like Probably. a halfling. Betty. Kirsten. It's Betty. I think her name is Betty. And she's a, 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 a smidgen. Right, but so she's like a yeah. tiny, like halfling, more like a gnome, really. Thief. No, oh, I like I, for this sake, I like it's like halfling. Yes, Kirsten, do you think your dislike of Dragonlance is the age that you were introduced to it, the age you were at the time that it was introduced to you, or do you think that it's it in and of itself is just bad? Because um, I find a lot of times with properties like this, it depends on the age. I that think you are. I posed the same question to you for Spelljammer because I know you're not a fan of it. I, I was up to my earlobes in mm-hmm. Conan and Tolkien uh-huh. for several years when Dragonlance came out. Oh, okay. So for me, it was really just a, a blase, cheap... See, that I makes mean, sense now. Yeah, so so that, I think, has a lot to do with it. Because there are a lot... I, dude, I still... It's been 30 fucking years since I worked with this guy at a subshot. Mm-hmm. But I still remember when we were talking mm-hmm. about writing fantasy because that's what he wanted to do too, and he's like, "Yeah, I just I've never read anything as great as Lord of the Rings and Dragonlance," and I was just like, "Throw <laughs> uh, <laughs> up in my mouth." But didn't you so. just say you just read the first? Book yes, of but they're they're not fan. T- I just read them because I wanted to say, "Okay, let's see what this is all right. about." I was actually like, "I want to read something kind of D and D." Because they're just not doing books right now, except for Drizzt. And so I got I got them on Kindle. And yeah, I mean... They're all right. They're all right. They're, they're, they were not... I mean, they're some tie-in fiction. Of course, we've, we've talked about the reason why a lot of it's bad. And uh, this stuff actually had a little more thought and care in its writing. A lot of it, I, when I read them, I look at the prose. Because for me, the pros can be the make or break. And it's all workmanlike. Uh, Tracy Hickman and Margaret Weiss, they're actually not bad writers. It, it was just... Uh, uh, and then, you know, it, it just became soap opera. The whole Raceland thing and him and, and his brother. He's got and, great eyes. And the, oh. So it's just... <laughs> 
it, it really be the soap opera because you know i mean maybe someone talks about aragorn and arwen right but nobody just like it's all you know about that of course there's a lot of you know sam and frodo slash fic but the the soap opera esqueness of it also i was just like oh fuck now, as I remember... You're a 14-year-old boy. It should be about gore and swords and cutting open heads and... There wasn't any Spelljammer novels, so what's your no. dislike of Spelljammer? Uh, my first image is the fucking hippo men. Oh, the gif? And I they're just... fun! I'm just like, yeah, see... They're hippo men! I, I, you, you can play one! They're fun. They're just, fun! That's and the, screw you, by the way, what's a character that you played in my game? A goddamn Githerzai. What? Straight out of Spelljammer. Oh, dude, get this. There I go. You get the whatever. Way back. They go way back. Okay. And they actually come with Gith Yankee, which come out of Red White Dwarf magazine. Okay. And were invented by British people. <laughs> <sighs> oh, they... crap. There were books. I never read them. There's a, there was quite a few Spelljammer books. Actually, I think there were novels, yeah. but Jesus, like I'm they gonna don't, know but that. Good, right? And they're probably not good. You know what? I I, I joke about it. it. Frankly, it's it. Actually, it's kind of uh, my jam. <laughs> yeah, like but it thing. actually, I like people taking fantasy in different directions. One of the reasons I have a problem with Dragonlance it's it's so fucking prosaic. There's the human kingdom. There's yes. the elf kingdom. There there's is. the, you know, Planescape, Dark Sun. They were doing different shit. They were really playing around with stuff. Because I remember Dark Sun was just Dark Sun was different. Balls to the wall, nuts. Alcadim. Yeah. The one of the re- Alcadim and Farin. Yeah, well, Rotten Realms. You know, exactly. And it's it's you know analog. Arab Islam, yeah, but, same thing with Karatur and Mastika. That was crap. yeah. Well, one of the, and one of the things I liked about those is they're just so fucking different. So I gotta give Spelljammer that, although it can get a little piratey, which is another awesome. Fucking, oh, there, there are galleons, oh. ships. Hey, we played a whole oh. campaign as pirates, as pirates. <laughs> you know, and it was awesome. It took me a month. For my balls to stop hurting from my hernia op. And, and now they're hurting right they're now. They're just <laughs> killing me tonight. But Kirsten. They're killing me. Kirsten. Space! <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, I was kind of sold on the whole uh, whatever on asteroids. Did we get like a Ravenloft on asteroids? So the Rock of Brawl, basically. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. okay. All right, expert. So <laughs> okay. let me get this straight here. <laughs> It's you also can't reach Ravenloft, <laughs> but in space. I know, I know. I, well, yeah, because they in space they they do special rules. I mean, Dark Sun, you had special rules to create your character, which made them inflated. I think that was one of the reasons why they established the whole dimensional block thing, because you don't want your half giant gladiator to go elsewhere with his twenty two strength and yeah. just. But um, and Ravenloft didn't make sense because it was a, it was a different. Yeah, like well, the demi-plane. demiplane. I kind of like that concept. That's a, that's a neat, I mean, that's a neat concept. Know, and it, it went off the rails when they did all the Vecna stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, that's deep. And cut. it was we're a, not getting into that. Yeah, I mean, we're we're talking nerds shit. I don't know if you want yeah. to hear on, on a nerd podcast. Wow. For shame, right? <laughs> Why would so, we do that? But yeah, 
So at least the stuff that was different, and I'll give Spelljammer that. I want to see Chris Pine and that shit. <laughs> you know, whenever I run Spelljammer stuff, I, I don't get too deep into the to the accepted lore. I, I use it as a vehicle, sure, to do weird and different shit. Sure, you know, and I never do it at the beginning of a campaign. Uh, it's usually something you earn after levels Ooh. and levels and levels, and then eventually, boom! Here's a ship you can go anywhere. Like how we got one, and then was it Dor Goroth that shot us out of the sky? No, you do had an airship. Okay. Oh. Not a spell jammer. We weren't that spec. We oh. hadn't earned it yet. Okay. Deb. Yeah. You just had a regular airship. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Because I didn't. Maybe well, once Matt Andy, starts Andy playing, it's because I didn't yeah, want you to airship. go from Woo! Zeppelin. I didn't want you to be able to just zip over to where you're supposed to be. No, God. Yeah. Why would you want that? Well, no, you. Because then it's it takes the journey out of it. And See, Dragonlance <laughs> is fucking arc. Fucking D- DM's got this fucking arc that well, I gotta go You could have installed the spell jamming helm and then <laughs> been good to go. Oh, see? We could have earned it. We just didn't. Yeah, You're supposed didn't. to loot dungeons. That's the point. Yes. Yeah. Just, just, just go so into go the... go to Undermountain and be done with it. There, there you is. go. You can get to the Rock of Brawl through Undermountain. There's a space dock down I there. Like... There's also a room full of shit. <laughs> there is a room full of shit. That has some really a expensive magical something in it. Spear of Malgubiet, yes. but a it. room full of fucking shit. Yes, well, that'll make you stink. And Otiogs. Yeah, oh, our group wow. found that Otiogs. Yeah, oh, I got and everyone yeah. just turned around and said, "Nope, nope, close the door." Like, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's the best response to an Otiog. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some red light, green light. Okay. Red light, green light. Such a fun game to play. Doesn't matter what you say, they're gonna make this shit anyway. Oh, we're not talking about poop monsters. Wizards acquiring D and D Beyond. No, nothing oh. to say about it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah, Fine. Screw it. Fine. All right. It is pitch time again. I got four more pitches here. Mm. And we, you each get one green light. We got to choose one of them. All right? Yes, Deb. Yeah. And one or more yeah. of these may be fake. Here are your choices this week. The shows are Exploding Kittens. In space. Extinction Machine. In space. Thumbs. In space. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. And Dead Day. In space. No. We will start yeah. with the first one. The card game Exploding Kittens will be adapted into an animated series in oh 2023. For adults, it better be for adults because it'd be fucking funny as Is shit. Is it Matt Inman doing well, it all? Yeah, the oatmeal, it's going to have to be an adult. It's, you, can't, you, can't make it, you can't make it for kids. <laughs> the animated series will be starring some big names, including Tom Ellis, Abraham Lim, Lucy Liu, and Sashir Zamata. It'll be executive produced by Mike Judge. The show takes place when, quote, the eternal conflict between heaven and hell reaches epic proportions after both God and the devil are sent to earth in the bodies of chunky house cats, unquote. Interesting. You know, I bought you guys that game like almost a decade ago, and I don't think any of you guys have played it. It's, yeah. it's in your, I think it's in your closet like, there. Who this, Jeff? <laughs> I think it's in your gaming closet. Chris. No one yeah. told me it was Festivus today. We have played it a lot. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> we bring that game with us on travel all the time. Yeah. Andy, Andy plays it. Andy okay. plays it. He, he plays that around. Yeah, it's a good, quick, fun game. Are you okay now, Jeef? 
Like, well, no, just like nobody ever talks about it. It was one of those that's like I thought it was really cool. I got it to add to the, you know, to the mix, and it was, I, and then nobody ever talked about it. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, we didn't know you were interested in our gaming, Jeff. You, it's not like you ever play those games. He never wins. That's why. Oh yeah, well. so. I don't blame him because no. you guys always do it on a night that I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> Quit working. There yeah, you go. That's, that's there a good response. It works for me. <laughs> Oh, we're going to have a big game get-together on Friday night. Uh, Most mm. people are off work on Friday and Saturday. Sorry. Not in Actually, my industry. Uh, not, in, not in Vegas. <laughs> Just you nine-to-five bastards. Sorry. So how's Exploding Kittens working for you? Does this sound like the game? No. Okay. I was Red curious. Lights. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I mean, but this game, is animated, guess, right? Mike never, Judge? Yes. The game okay. is based on his comic... Which is, uh, isn't it something like, like yep, one of them is, one of them is like, one is, is like uh, the Christian God and the other is like the Christian devil what? and the two of them are embodied in kittens in a... Uh, no, the oatmeal is just like a rambling... No, but the oatmeal did this series of exploding kittens. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. I wasn't either. Yeah. Wow. I was only aware that he did like a lot of random fun comics. Yes. A lot of them about his cat, but there yes, were, it wasn't like a series too. about exploding kittens. I think he just. In fact, I remember when he first came out with it. I'm pretty sure there wasn't a specific comic about exploding kittens. Well, I would look it up, but I'm pro- forbidden from doing that, so you, during this right. segment. That's so, right, you are. Yeah. I'm trying to go yeah. off of memory. Here. Hey, better this than bears versus babies. That would be a gruesome one. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Fucking dragon lance. What? <laughs> All right, let's see how it goes against Extinction Machine. Amazon is developing Extinction Machine based on the Joe Ledger series of books by Jonathan Mayberry for its prime streaming service after winning a bidding war for the property. Mayberry will executive produce alongside producer showrunner Sean Ryan. He's the guy behind The Shield and SWAT. Through his mid-kid productions banner, Kurt Sutter from Sons of Anarchy is attached to write. The series follows the titular Captain Ledger, a former army ranger and police detective hired by a shadow agency formed by the, for the purpose of pursuing technologically advanced threats to the U.S. and the world. Threats encountered throughout the series range from designer pathogens that create zombies to transgenics used for ethnic cleansing and doorways to other dimensions. That's Extinction Machine. What would you think? The name doesn't make sense, but it sounds like an interesting concept. It's got stuff in there. It's got things. Yeah. It's got things. If, if, if only you had had said time travel, then Jeff would be on there. All over well, he that. said well, you know what? I have read dimensions. Except for the new series that they started, I have read all of the uh, Jonathan Mayberry, Joe Ledger books. Have not done any time travel yet. It, mm. it, they, Joe Ledger books tend to be, if you take Bond Edge villains and put a uh, Rainbow Six style team against it. Uh, with a all these sci-fi bents, but trying to make them scientifically plausible, like zombies and hmm. things yeah. like that. Kurt Sutter. Mm. I like Kurt Sutter. And it's amber right now. Huh? It's in the amber. It's know, in the red. possibly will make right. it, possibly won't amber. make it. Yeah. Yes. Amber. 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 Is the color of her energy? I want to punch Thank you, you in the Thank mouth. You, Thank you, Jeff. I hate that. <laughs> I'm glad it's just not me tonight. (laughs) All right, next up is Thumbs. Todd McFarland is developing a live-action drama series called Thumbs, 
series is based on the best-selling graphic novel written by Sean Lewis, who did Coyotes, with art by Hayden Sherman. The story follows 17-year-old Charlie Thumbs James, gamer and social outsider who enters esports tournament hoping to win a scholarship from tech billionaire Adrian Camus, Gamer Academy, so he can get his ticket out of his neighborhood. Thumbs soon finds himself fighting real-life and death battles in a covert war between Camus' teenage army and a neo-fascist anti-tech movement that is about to take over the U.S. Uh, Wiedemann, McFarlane, and Camino will executive produce, along with Allard Kanner and Jared Murray through Epicenter, with Lewis on board as producer. You lost me when you turned that last paragraph into something weird. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was just the names attached as producers, so we can skip all that. So I'll, I'll, I'll be- do the basic thumbs again. Thumbs finds himself fighting real life and death battles in a covert war between Camus' teenage army and a neo-fascist anti-tech movement about to take over the U.S. But with video games. But with I, video games. I don't. So it's like war games mixed with some... Ready Player One. Little Ender's Game. Yeah. Over the top. A little bit. A little bit. I can never Over tell. No, I meant the Stallone movie. Yeah, that's what I went with I mean, actually, that last line, I, I think it, that could be potential. But leading up to it, it's not really grabbing me. No. And finally, we have Dead Day. Peacock has placed a straight-to-series order for a small-screen adaptation of Aftershock's Dead Day, a comic in which deceased individuals come back for one night in order to take care of unfinished business. This covers everything from all-night celebrations to cold-blooded revenge. The comic, written by Ryan Parrott, on board as consulting producer, and drawn by Evgeny Bjorn-Avkov. Wow! (laughs) Please say that again. Evgeny Bjorn-Yakov. Bornyakov. Could be. <laughs> she was born Yakov. <laughs> was recently greenlit for a second volume. Uh, Julie Pleck, who's behind Vampire Diaries and Kevin Williamson, creator of the Scream film franchise, has been hired to serve as co-showrunners and executive producers. This is their second creative team-up after conceiving the Vampire Diaries, which ran on CW for a total of eight seasons. Oh, you got that. The super... <laughs> So Dead Day follows an ensemble of characters as they navigate the night of resurrection. During an interview with The Hollywood Reporter in 2020, Parrot admitted for the idea for the original comic was born out of the somber realizations that come with age. Quote, getting older means you start to lose the people you love, he explained. I never got a chance to say goodbye to my grandparents before they passed, and I remember for months after their deaths... I would have these insanely vivid dreams where I simply got to talk to them for a few minutes, then I'd wake up and they were gone. So I thought, what if that actually happened, but worldwide, unquote. So like there it. you have it. You have me at revenge. Like Dead it. day. So is it like vin- <clears throat> like vignettes, kind of like uh, Black, is it Black Mirror? Mirror? Black Mirror. I don't know if it's so much like Black Mirror in that regard. I think it's going to be more of an ensemble cast, but yes, vignettes in that regard. Potential. I like it. I like it. And now you got it. Here you go. Your name's odd. Exploding Kittens, Extinction Machine, Thumbs, and Dead Day. Where do you want to put your green light, Deb? This one's actually hard because for the first time in a long time, I actually like quite a few of these. I don't know. Exploding Kittens, I've never, I never even knew it was a comic before. I just knew it was a game. So, oh goodness. 
I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go dead day dead okay. day Matt same dead day you had me when you said revenge that's the one story of revenge and the rest of I them know. are all, all re- uh, reunions and, and watch that's going to be the mid-season uh, you know that it's just going to come and go and he'll be like that's it no more how about you Vlog I am torn between Dead Day and the Extinction One. Machine. Machine. Yeah, I'm going to go with Extinction Machine. I think I'd be more interested in that. The Dead Day One, uh, is this one day a year? Is it one, you know, what's the... I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to go with Extinction Machine. Now it's just for one night. Not not one night a year, just one night. Just one night. Yeah. One night of revenge. That's a little limited. All right. No. Extinction. All right. Jeff. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with the exploding kittens. Ah. I do like the oatmeal. I'd like to see what they do with an animated series. Plus, the voice cast sounded pretty cool. All right. Kirsten. Plus, it'll probably force us to play the game. (laughs) Make make Jeff feel better. Right in the other room. It's a good game. I know. (laughs) Um, Exploding kittens. I'm not sold. So, I don't know. Dead day. I have to admit, when you first said it, I heard Deb Day. Oh. And it was just like imagining a TV series of this like intelligent woman scientist making her way through the day in a world of dumb men. Wow. And just having to deal with it. It's called Geek Shock, the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that actually kind of captivated me. But yeah. what you read, and it, it wasn't bad, but thumbs now there you go teenagers saving the world that's like one of my favorite concepts <laughs> you're not being fishies for th- never mind. <laughs> see it's fucking contagious i haven't even drank today kirsten you're not i thought being- he was gonna say vicious was and i was like what <laughs> kirsten vlark says you're not being fishy all right that's right i was being i was being vicious uh no i'm you know what I, I, I'd like Extinction Machine, although I'm going to go with Barry and call it Extinction One. I just... Extinction One? Extinction what? One, and you put the number one. It's like, you know, what 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 came before? What was Extinction Zero? Nice. What the hell are you talking about? He's inventing a whole new show <laughs> He's right changing now. it, yeah. That's I'm t- changing. Uh, multiple Dimensions. I, you know... No I one's like, asking the studio for notes. I loved, uh, I loved Fringe. You know yeah, that I kind that that crazy that wacky go some other place thing. I, I I'm not saying that they would do that where you meet doppelgangers and shit, but I'm uh, that kind of stuff. I think it's it's got more going for it that I like than say Dead Day. All right, a, or well, I don't know. I I still think Deb Day would be a hell of a show. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Extinction. All right, we got a tie. We're going to green light two. We're going to do Extinction Machine and Dead Day. So which of these would you like to think is fake, Deb? I think about that. All right, we'll come back to you. (laughs) Vlog, what do you think is fake? Exploding Kittens. Come on. Really? How do you make a show out of that? They're making movies out of freaking matchbox cars. But do they explode? They oh, should. Uh, they should. Uh-huh. They probably do. Exploding yeah. kittens. Fake. Probably easier to make the car explode than a kitten. Eh. 
at least on the pop. If you, you watch Corridor podcasts. Crew, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. Thumbs. Jeff. I think Dead Day is the fake one because both the uh, uh, Extinction Machine and Thumbs sound too Hollywood. And you just read the story and today. No, no, I just I think that those two sound like something that Hollywood throw together. I don't know. I want exploding kittens, I guess, to be real. So, <laughs> wow. but yeah, I think Dead Day is the fake one. Cash. Mm, I'm gonna go with exploding kittens. Deb, we're back to you. I'm actually going with Matt on thumbs on this one. Uh oh. All right. The fake one this week is. Extinction machine. Mother cunt. Bastard. Uh-huh. Fucking fuck, 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 fuck. Who submitted that crap? Submitted by me. I wrote that one. <laughs> I did that. And Vlarg was the first to say yes to it. And I was very happy about that. <laughs> wow. You broke Vlarg. Wow. You, you Look at his face. Look, man. He is not happy. It's. I'm glad it's not me tonight. I wanted to get into the fray. And I... I not only did none of you pick it as fake, I got vlog. <laughs> See, it's not you got him to vote for it. That's it's awesome. Whether I lose, going with his briefcase and money. I'm quitting. I'm forming my own production company. Gonna make vlog own movies. Matt already tried that. But but that's my steepler. That's what you sound like right I'm now. Gonna make my own movies. And you're all gonna be about spell gamer. <laughs> You're all good to be in Spain. Yes, Torgo, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to send us to send us a pitch, write to us. Comments at geekshockpodcast.com. Put pitches, bitches in the subject heading, then give us the pitch. And uh, I want to thank all, all of our Kofi members, but especially our Tier 4 members, King Vald, Deb T, David Farrar, and our Tier 5 members, Leon Mitt, Jeff Harris, who won a mini, Jake Godbold, Ozzy Matt, Mad Martin, and Glumly. And thank you, everybody who listens to the show, and we'll be ne- back next week to talk about more good stuff. Until then, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Maple Leaf Matt. Vlarg. And Deb. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. And if you're in town for that other show, uh, what's the name of that place? Oh, yeah. Ice Cream Social. They're doing their uh, thing this weekend. I'm going to be hanging around at McMullen's on Saturday. Uh, if you want to grab a beer or buy me one, I'll yeah. be there around uh, four, five, I'll six, somewhere there as well. You're going to have to buy Vlarg one. He's poor. <laughs> so poor. Got to buy some Spelljabber. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was actually promising to. Do some D and D this week, but ICS. So we'll just yeah, we'll have to postpone for the we'll postpone and get get back into that, guys. I promise. Absolutely, and I'll and I'll be there if I can. Again, work has been really intense lately, so I can't make any promises, and I hate saying that, but it's unfortunately true. Now, there I'm go. I'm also going to be reading up again on Warhammer stuff and how to how best to assemble them. I'm going to be watching a lot of videos there's different kinds of adhesive just put it together and you'll get a barbecue (laughs) (laughs) don't don't follow the instructions and you'll somehow get a barbecue out of this (laughs) all right just simpsons reference guys (laughs) (laughs) i haven't watched the simpsons in so long dude homer wants to put together a doghouse 
our treehouse. Making a mailbox. And he, he made makes, an you know, He makes a barbecue or yeah, it makes it's like all right, doghouse is done. Go! It's a fucking barbecue. Like a brick burning brick burning. A brick <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> we, we call that a smelter. <laughs> Hey, wow. Or kiln. Good story. Yeah, good story. Yeah, good story. Shut up. Good story. Hey! Hey! Hey!